This show is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Everyone needs to unload to someone who's unbiased and who isn't judging. Visit betterhelp.com slash kind of funny and unload the stress. Welcome back to another kind of funny games cast. As always, I'm Tim Geddes, joined by one of the coolest dudes in video games, Greg Miller. Doki, doki, Jared Petty sucks. Wow. The, the new fuck? face of video games. Blessing. Adioye, Junior. I don't know. I like Jared Petty. He seems Too like a dolly We man. took his catchphrase and he's dead to us. All right. Oh, By damn. agreeing to be on this show, you agree with me. And then, Doki, of course, Doki, we have the Nitro Rifle, Andy Cortez. Did something happen recently? Why? Why? Why are we shitting on Jared? Greg Petty was thinking was about trying. Doki Doki Literature Club because oh. we were streaming it, and so he thought Doki Doki, and then he found an opportunity to shit on one of his friends. So the of Nick, course, the Nick Scarpino train of thought. Oh, exactly. I just thought Doki Doki was just a very good, uh, you know, intro. Jared Petty used to say, and I haven't heard it in a long time. So then I said it, but I wanted to acknowledge I was stealing it from Jared Petty, and that he's dead to us. And by watching this or listening to this podcast, you agree. Do you know what, what Doki Doki means? Dookie Dookie, I don't know. <laughs> it's like a heartbeat. It's the sound yeah, of heart heartbeat. Makes. Dookie Dookie. Mommy, so that's, that's why. Cute. That's why you have like a lot of horror games or like a lot of like you know lovey dovey games. Be Dookie Dookie because it's very much the heartbeat. Dookie. Okay. Oh, so when Jared dookie. used to say it, did he mean it in a scary way or did he mean it in a heart way? Oh, we'll never know. Okay. Hmm. God. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Kind of Funny Games cast. Like I said, each and every week we get together to talk about video games and all the things that we love about them. You can watch it on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games or roosterteeth.com if you want to listen to it as a podcast just search your favorite podcast service for kind of funny games cast and we'll be right there for you but if you want to get the show ad free if you want to watch live as we record it and if you want the exclusive post show you're going to want to be like our friends the patreon producers by going to patreon.com slash kind of funny games just like omega buster tyler ross delaney twinning julian the gluten-free gamer james hastings casey andrew elliot and tom bach have all done Thank you so very, very much. But if not, you're going to watch here and you're going to hear some ads like BetterHelp, Purple Mattress, and FitBod. But I'll tell you all about that later. We don't have time to waste, boys. Greg, you got to talk to Gary Witta all morning about the Nintendo Switch OLED model. Now that I have this nice gang of boys, I want to oh, talk to you about you're your say, thoughts. Now that I have it in my hands, I was about to go, oh. like, what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, it looks no. very similar though very similar yeah. uh it is not the nintendo switch pro it is the nintendo switch oled model i just kind of want to go around see what everyone everyone's thoughts are pro con negative positive whatever it is blessing let's start with you i mean i'm very apathetic about it you know i, I it's it's that thing where we've had weeks and weeks and weeks of anticipating a switch pro and this feels like a totally left field non-associated thing to that i still have hopes for a switch pro the switch pro probably a little bit further down the line than we have thought because the reports were that it's going to be this fall and um, it's now feeling like that's going to be more of a 2022 thing which i'm fine with as long as we get it someday because i feel like we really could use some kind of upgraded actually upgraded switch with more power uh so that games can actually look better that's the thing that i really want but you know i think this this the switch oled is going to speak to your tim gettys i assume i assume it's going to speak to people that want that nicer screen want a little bit more space in there want to use i guess the land cable for whatever reason and want the adjustable stand that's gonna i think that's gonna speak to a very particular group of people or people that might just be happening to be in the market for a new switch and see a thing that costs slightly more but is slightly higher quality and they'll go for it and i think with that you know i'm down for it i think it's cool i'm not gonna get one but 
I think it's fine that it exists. Andy. Yeah, I mean, I think I'm as disappointed as a lot of people are, um, just based on all the stuff that we'd been hearing leading up to it. But I mean, there's definitely a market for it, and it's going to be. If anything, it'll add another skew out there to make these things easier to get, hopefully. Uh, and maybe some people will say, ah, oh, fuck it. I'll go with the older one anyway, since it's available right now. Um, this, I rarely play handheld, so I don't know if I need this device. Um, also at the beginning of this trailer, Barrett, the way that the word OLED model flies at you, it's like, this doesn't, this seems so anti-Nintendo. This is like, it a, felt like LG. Like this I was is getting a Dolby, sold, was like yeah. an LG thing. This right is there. a Dolby <laughs> LG branded thing. It looks very, very bizarre and, and, uh, out of place, but, um, yeah, I think it's cool that the, the LAN cable is connected in the back, just like blessing. I hope that we do get uh, an updated model in the future. Uh, in hopes that these games just look better and not uh, as outdated as they are now. Because um, it's, I mean, this thing arrived outdated, you know, so like <laughs> we're just getting further and further out. So uh, just like Jeff Grubb had mentioned on Twitter, though, I I expect I, I expect another model down the line. Hopefully that's an updated one. Um, I won't be shocked if it happens. I just um, when I tweeted out weird Nintendo decisions this morning, it wasn't necessarily that it was only this OLED model without anything else, without really any other upgrades, no battery upgrade, nothing like that. But it's just the fact that it was like a tweet thread <laughs> that kind of like <laughs> threw me off a tweet thread at eight in the morning or whatever. Just kind of a, an odd, weird thing. But um, yeah, hopefully we get an updated model in the future. I'm happy for anybody out there who has been on the hunt for one that maybe has more of a chance to get one now that there's hopefully going to be some more units in the wild. Yeah, hopefully you can get one for more expensive now. So good luck. Yeah. <laughs> have that have that fun. Yeah, I think them doing the thread was definitely the realization that this wasn't a pro and they didn't want to put this in their yeah. Nintendo Direct because that would have they didn't want negativity to sour what was a very positive Nintendo Direct. So can putting you it out imagine here, the if the the live reactions to this? Because it would have been the <gasps> Everybody coming up and then crashing down when they realize, yep. no way, this is just yep. a bigger screen than an Ethernet port. Totally. I mean, they they could have played it with a with a lead into Metroid Dread and like really played up the handheld nature of it and the two D nature sure. and all that stuff with that. But yeah, I, I don't think there'd be any getting around uh, it being a a thumbs down overall from from critics like reviewing the Nintendo Direct. So I think they made a wise call there. Andy, from kind of funny. I do just want to step in and like put myself out as a shield and defend our good friend Jeff Grubb because he's getting a lot of hate for these predictions. And he's still, again, on Twitter said, I, I, everything I've heard, you know, hopefully we do see something coming in 2022. And a lot of people are like, Jeff is just walking back all these predictions. He's just, you know, he's wrong, admitted, blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, first off, chill the fuck out. Like, a lot of people were getting these rumors about the updated hardware with these, with that specialized NVIDIA chipset mm. that's going to allow you to do DLSS was, and just get that better upgrades. That was a Jason Schreier Bloomberg report. Like, there I, were, yeah. you know, yeah, a lot like, of people. That's a very actually, it, it wasn't it. It was Bloomberg, but I don't even know. It, it was wasn't Schreier. Wasn't it Takahashi? Oh, it, yeah, it might have been Takahashi. Yeah. So, so obviously, like this rumor is out there. A lot of people are hearing this buzz, and then. That random Nintendo, that random uh, Twitter account tweets out that tomorrow might be the day. And everybody assumes, oh, shit, is the Switch Pro going to be announced tomorrow? So that's where all that sort of speculation began, because that account has been correct on a lot of other occasions. And, you know, when it comes to predicting what games are going to be on the direct, that account has been correct uh, numerous times. So 
somewhat of a, oh shit, maybe this is going to happen. And maybe this year we will see that Switch Pro. And then once we sort of lost hope on that, you start to wonder, ah, maybe it's a 2022 thing or whenever Breath of the Wild 2 ships or whatever. So, like, it, it, a lot of people acting out there like Jeff Grubb is just throwing shit out there. It's like, no, he's hearing stuff from people that have been right before. And obviously, Jeff Grubb has been right a lot before as well. So don't, like, just hold this one out and be like, oh, Jeff Grubb sucks. He's been right about a lot of shit. Everybody relax. Take a seat. Fucking drink your chocolate milk, all right? Yeah. Well, I mean, that was the thing to take away from the fact that, it, you know, it wasn't just people on YouTube screaming this out or leakers or rumors, right? It was Bloomberg reporting on this and where the lines got crossed that, you know, they're, you're getting a switch with a bigger screen versus you're getting a switch that can do 4K docked, who knows, or it, maybe it was just their uh, own source being uh, turned around on and stuff. I still believe there is a Nintendo Switch Pro uh, down the road. Now, is that me believing that the one they're talking about right now and yada, yada, yada? who knows we know that nintendo will continue to redesign this to keep selling switches right so eventually um, i imagine they have to get to there i was talking on games daily today i don't know and tim i'm sure you have opinions being the bigger nintendo person i don't know if that means that uh, whatever 4k switch we're talking about are we gonna uh, see nintendo pivot the switch to some kind of xbox ecosystem where it's like cool it's not xbox to xbox 360 it's switch and this one can do more in the series x kind of way versus what a, a xbox one can do I, I feel like that is a very safe bet. I think it's going to look very different than how Xbox does it. But yeah, I think that going sure. forward, Switch is going to be the brand. And, you know, we got to keep in mind that the Switch has been around for five years or whatever now, right? Mm -hmm. Like 2017, like that's, we're starting to, to add up quickly there. Um, or at least it will be five years by the time we're talking about next year with Breath of the Wild 2 coming out um, and what hardware that might need to, to run as, as, as well as. Milk, Tim. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I don't know. <laughs> I don't sure. know what it means either, Tim, but Andy said Drink it. I got your chocolate milk and go touch no, some grass, you know? I mean, there's there's Drink definitely a, uh, a a bigger conversation to be had about what Andy's talking about, about, you know, attacking leakers and stuff. And it's just the nature uh, – leakers attacking leakers, attacking theorists, attacking reporters, whatever type of side it is. Don't attack anybody, period. Stop. Like, we need to – with great power comes great responsibility in the internet nowadays, just weaponizing people more and more uh, to just on it moments notice be able to just jump on everybody for things that they either said or didn't say and i think that's kind of the the biggest problem is a lot of assumptions being thrown around i think that taking all that aside just looking at what the facts are is nintendo made nintendo decisions and they they announced this oled model which i'm very excited for i'm a huge fan of oled i always have been um i wish that this was available from day one of the switch like this reminds me a lot of the vita and then eventually vita started with oled and took yeah, it away uh later to make things cheaper and and you know this coming out at the time that it is is a little bit of a bummer uh it being the third switch skew and you know depending on how you even want to talk about it there was the it might be even the fourth because the original switch model had that battery upgrade so at the very least this is going to be uh, an upgrade for people like me that have a launch switch where i'm going to get that better battery finally um and having an oled will help with battery even mm. if it is only slightly uh but it ha not having to turn pixels on for black is going to save batteries so that's good um as somebody that i think what i love about the switch is i don't think that there is a majority when it comes to handheld players versus docked players i think that it is kind of all over the place and depending on the groups you're talking to you're going to find a majority like people can paint narratives of oh everyone i know only plays handheld or everyone i know only plays doc but the reality is it is all over the place and i represent 
uh, third group that is it's pretty damn split 50 50 where I do take it to travel a lot. I do play in bed a lot and I have it decked all the damn time, you know, um, so I'm a Nintendo gamer looking for upgrades everywhere. And this is kind of a bummer. I'm only getting on on one side, but I, you know, it's Nintendo. I'll take what I can get. I think it's a ridiculous price at 350. Like this should have just replaced the the switch core model at 300 called Drop it a day. that to 250 yeah. or some shit exactly especially because they have they have the uh the light so i think that this this just kind of being the new switch would have been uh, a much easier pill to swallow um do you not think that's what this will become i mean it's but it isn't now and either way it's charging more for this is that's the thing i have the most sure. problem with like we're, the the switch has been 300 plus since 2017 you know so to come yeah. out with a with the most expensive model we've ever had and the upgrade is technology that we've had in portables and phones for that long, at least at this point. Like it's, if not the Vita, look back at when that came out, right? Like it's been yeah. a long time. Um, and it's just, there's just certain little things of even if we're just going to look at this as a portable only device for the people and like, oh, it's an absolute win. It's like, well, where's the Bluetooth audio? Like there's these, these tiny little details and changes that are honestly expected and for them to not be here is such a bummer and then on the docked side it's like yeah having the ethernet uh be in the dock that's great should have been there in 2017 and there's you know? been so, an easy fix for that for for years like i even have like the uh ethernet to usb plugged into my dock and i've had that for like a year and a half at this point like it is a cool thing and like i will say for like uh like uh, probably it'll might help like smash online players and stuff and for me like i that's where I plug in my Switch to download games, like, really quickly because downloading games on the Switch on Wi-Fi, like, takes forever. So it's nice to, like, be able to, like, plug in my Switch to the Ethernet and then, like, download Doki Doki Literature Club in, like, five minutes rather than, like, 20, you know? So, like, yeah, but, like, I, I agree with you, Tim. There's just, like, little yeah. things that I don't think are enough. I mean, with what you're saying there, Barrett, I've been doing exactly that since 2017. Since it launched, yeah. Since it launched, I've had one of the Ethernet adapters, and that just takes up my USB port. So when I'm trying to play Smash with GameCube controllers, it's just all these dumb little things that add up for hardcore Nintendo fans. And it's like, if if they're not the audience for this type of thing, it's like, who is? So uh, with that, I'm excited. I love the white dock. Like, that is so fantastic. But Greg, you point it yourself, but like $350 for this, like... Is it that. is it worth buying this too when the Switch Pro probably is around the corner? Like if the Switch Pro is fall twenty twenty two, but how many? How long, been saying saying that? how long have you been saying the Switch Pro is around the it's corner? It's gonna Boston, happen huh? someday. When they put out the new red box Nintendo Switch, didn't bite on that. Wanted the better better battery, didn't bite on that. Put out the Switch Lite, didn't bite on that. I hate my Joy Cons now. Let me just bite on this. <laughs> Let me be yeah, happy we, with these white Joy Cons. This bigger screen, I'm, the better I mean, kickstand like, for when I'm on a plane. I feel like we've only been saying isn't the switch pro around the corner ever since that those first leaks of like hey samsung is making the oled panels they're manufacturing them right now for a new nintendo switch and i think that's when we got all hot and horny for thinking that the next thing would be updated hardware because again the thing shipped soup out of date already so this is going to be great we'll get new hardware and less bezel and that's all fantastic but it was i guess this kind of hopefully a stepping stone to the next model bless I, don't I know. mean, what I, I, what I, I assume so. is that it is, it is going to be that slow phase thing where by the time we get there, probably sometime next year, hopefully like within, within next year, the next two years, you're going to get the Switch Pro and the OG Switch is going to be phased out and the Switch will come down in price and the Switch Pro will be the one that get, comes out for 350 400 and they do it like that because 
you know, I don't, I don't, see, I don't foresee them wanting to have that many Switch models out there at the same time. You know, like it's Nintendo, so they're going to continue to put these things out and find different iterations of the Switch. But three, three at one time feels like the max you can do, right? That that's in the market at one time, and so I imagine next year or in two years, who knows? We're going to get it, and they're going to just fa- phase out the original. You think with the new See, one I think next that's year? What this will do already. I think this one's already going to phase out the original and take its place. And then you release the Switch Pro at four hundred dollars, and it's a fifty dollars difference. And people who are trying to get on board with it all of a sudden are like, "Well, at least it's only fifty dollars more than the regular one. Why not get it?" You think the new one will get themes? No. <laughs> Andy, Nintendo hears you, and Nintendo don't care. All right, like fuck <laughs> off. No, don't worry Nintendo about it. Don't care. Yeah. yeah. Well, that whole thing is is kind of my the the biggest disappointment for me is I was talking about this at E3. It's like with with every game announcement or non announcement, it's kind of just like giving you more information about Nintendo's next couple of years. And so the fact mm-hmm. that Metroid Prime Four was ever announced, even if we don't we're not going to get it for a while, at least we know it's coming. Because if we didn't have an announcement, Metroid Prime Four would just be a figment of our imagination. Whereas things like Star Fox I've talked about where it's like when we get a bad Star Fox game, not only did we get a bad Star Fox game, that means we're not going to get another Star Fox game for X amount of years. And this is that type of thing to me where I'm like, oh, man, this is something I'm interested in. I'm a tech guy. I like Nintendo. I want the OLED screen. I'm getting this no matter what. But I hate myself for that. And this just means that I'm not going to get the Switch that I want for that much longer. And I understand we're in a weird place in the world, but it's just there's a couple features that are missing here that are just such a major bummer to me. And uh, I think that there were some great steps forward. I love the look of it. I love the look of the new dock. I think that the way that it integrates the Ethernet and hides the cables a little bit better, all of that is fantastic stuff. But um, no type of power boost to help us with lost woods it's just like yeah. r- ridiculous you know for for a, a console that cost more than the switch ever cost and we are multiple years later like that's the thing for me yeah I'm like, like Damn, I, guys. I, I i think a lot of the disappointment you see online too with this thing it comes in two waves i think part of the disappointment for a lot of people is that people thought they're gonna get this the the switch pro and i think that comes back to the conversation of how to be a savvy consumer, especially when you're paying attention to blogs and you're paying attention to reports and you're paying attention to all this stuff. There is a certain level of shield you have to have for yourself where it's reputable people are saying this thing, so it's likely true, but also you don't know where things, where lines can get crossed, right? You don't know how plans can change within Nintendo or somebody can get bad information and all that stuff. And so I think that is part of where a lot of the disappointment is coming from. But then also there's that other line of disappointment, which is the Switch is caught up with itself in terms of the power and in terms of how games look. I go back to games that I loved playing in 2017. I go back to Breath of the Wild and Mario Odyssey. And like the games are still fantastic, of course, because they're fantastic games, but they don't look like 2021 games, right? Like the games have the characters have the jaggies, the the you go to Lost Woods and it chugs and the games artistically amazing. And that's the thing I love about Nintendo, but graphically just aren't I mean, on par now that we have the ps5 and xbox series x and uh you're calling out you know, old 4k TVs. i think even mario golf right a brand yeah. new nintendo switch game does not look good yeah. Uh, yeah and that that's my thing is like i'm not worried or caring about all the leaks and rumors and what did or didn't happen based on that i'm more concerned with what we got versus what we should be getting and what we should be expecting in 2021 from a piece of tech let alone from a nintendo product it's like I know that we can just like generalize and say, oh, Nintendo always fucks up. That's not true. Like they make a lot of really good calls as well. And especially when it comes to iterative versions of their their consoles and handhelds, they actually have a really good track record of putting out uh, like 
different pieces of hardware that actually have really good features and unique things going for them and they've always been priced relatively well for what they're offering there this to me just seems like a misstep and it's proof once again that there are no patterns with nintendo you can't look back and just be like well they did this before so that means they're going to do this that is you're you can always find or not find whatever it is you're trying to look to prove your point but the reality is nintendo is a different nintendo now than it's ever been and getting this i'm like damn this is just a sign that like this this current nintendo is not is not my favorite but we have so much other stuff to talk about i want to continue a topic we started about a month ago here on the kind of funny games cast where we went to no game way that Informer. was only a month ago dude it was a month ago man shut the fuck up. well it was before e3 was the thing okay when we went through every release date that we knew in 2021 and we we ranked our excitement levels for every single game with a release date now that e3 happened there's a whole bunch more games right and we have kind of an idea of what our second half of 2021 looks like and we now have greg miller because i don't think he was with us for that he was not you're that right. first I'm topic just saying, so tim we did this a couple weeks ago with psi love you xoxo with blessings uh oh my uh, gosh don't bring up different thing that was trying to help this man and this man did not want our help all right just so you guys know i'm i'm bringing that calendar into this episode for this topic the bless mess the bless the bless the bless oh my god bless this mess of a list yeah no Mm -hmm. like we're gonna go through this and we're gonna go through the the release dates that tim's tim's bringing up here and you know i I think we, we do like the four skill right of like the super excited uh barely excited whatever whatever the four things are i'm adding my own variable which is it makes the list or it doesn't make the list the super fun game release calendar and i'm very excited for this this was april 21st um that snowbike mike was on it as well there we go there we go so yeah for this one i'm gonna get rid of that scale it's just gonna be individuals (laughs) however you want to scale it whatever you want to say whether it's just i'm not interested all the way up to add whatever word you want to use for how excited you are for the game whatever you want to add Okay, bless. Does that make you happy? So that way you can have your your own personal goddamn scale. Oh yeah, I got the list pulled up right here. I'm I'm I, very excited for this too. I had mentioned on Games Daily because uh, blessing had asked if I'd seen the list, but my computer I only have a 3080, so opening up that image is just like a lot mm-hmm. of power mm-hmm. taxing my GPU and my CPU. And well, I, don't I worry, he pressured up- some kid into making a calendar or something for him, so it's fine. <laughs> I didn't. I did an updated <laughs> list too, where I got rid of the platforms except for really where it really mattered, and so that brought it down by like a third. Oh, okay. Still yeah, it's very just a really, it's a large JPEG. Yeah. Still a very large image, but you also it, did it at 600 DPI, which is interesting. Plus, he doesn't even know what that means. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, yeah, I, don't, I took a so screenshot with my Android phone. <laughs> we're starting in July. We have Operation Tango, July 1st. Right? That, right? The game that's yeah, that's out. Mm-hmm. That, well, that, no, no. Yes, but platform wise, guys, it's a PlayStation thing right now. Gotcha. So July 1st is coming to Xbox and Xbox XS and the Xbox One. We got Playstale Indices. We got a bunch of things leading us to today, which is July 6th, 2021. The next game coming out is Sam and Max. This time it's virtual on the Oculus Quest. I imagine Greg would be the only one to even give this a shot with a quest. Oh, Blessing has one too, right? Oh, yeah. Any interest in this? No. <laughs> no next question sorry no no i've never <laughs> seen game Max guy. i tried and ba- i can think back to having to try to care about these things that you want to talk about a different world san diego comic-con 2007 maybe 2008 i'm at the telltale booth which was literally a card table over by artist's alley while they were trying to show me this and in, in strong bad on Wii. 
Strong bad on Wii. They had oh strong bad on God. Wii. It, it, no, it, cool, it was idea, like the cool, game, cool yeah. game for beautiful people or some shit like that. Yep. Yeah, you uh, nailed it. You nailed it, Bear. What a place Big in fan time. Of Hell yeah. Gotta love it. Um, then we got Monster Hunter Stories 2 Wings of Ruin switching PC July 9th. I imagine that is a... That's a no from everybody, but it did look cool. Throughout E3, watching it in the couple of presentations it was in or whatever, or I guess mainly Capcom, but it showed up somewhere else as well. Like, I thought it looked interesting in terms of monsties and a Monster Hunter story monsties. and all this stuff, but then it was the turn-based battles where I was like, ah, I'm not feeling that. I'm a motherfucking monstie! I'm a monstie! What do I do about my monstie, Coco? He's not happy! Help Coco! He's not happy! So on uh, July 13th... You feed him things. We got uh, battles for you. Yeah. The music sounds like this. Then you cast and it goes out. It's like Coco's Coco. Beware. Like, what does that mean? Like it's a status effect. Help me. Coco needs help. Help me. <laughs> Have I painted a picture of what I think this game looks no. like? Cause I, I feel like I did a really good job on this, but I'm not getting the positive reinforcement I well, need on it. So it makes me want to double down and keep going. Help me. No, maybe I, Coco we should I don't know if us with a video game podcast should be like describing to players what we think the game's going to be. Like, we, no, I mean, I've seen probably it. Look I've it, seen up. it. <laughs> I know what it is. I'm just saying the Greg Miller chibi version of this. Oh, okay. Tell me. Oh. That's, and it's like, it's kind of, I've, I've got a lot of Mario golf in me where there's not a lot of voiced lines. Whereas I'm like toad here where I only got like three things. Help me. Coco needs help. Help Coco. <laughs> like, those are my lines. And anybody who, who wants to animate this, please do. I need a chibi Who is Greg. Coco? <laughs> I've given you all my lines. What? What's your favorite monsty, Andy? Obviously. Yeah, Coco is Greg's monsty in the game. Okay, Greg, you obviously don't know shit Somebody about Monster Coco. Hunter stories, too. But uh, I've heard from a little birdie that uh, you know something about where the heart leads that's coming out on July 13th on PlayStation 5 and PlayStation 4. What do you have to say about that? What do I have to say about where the heart leads on PlayStation 5 and PlayStation 4? I'm playing it right now. Uh, this is one of those games we had seen a while ago revealed. And uh, yeah, even though it's coming out next week, I have a code for it now. Uh, and preview embargo is up right now. So I was playing it before this. And so it's one of those weird... Timeline. I was looking over here. I'm like, how long have I been playing it? <laughs> Look at the shit live chat and Mike L. Is Greg okay? <laughs> Greg's fine. It's Coco. <laughs> help me. Sorry, help Coco. <laughs> That's where we're at with the lines. All right. Um. Anyways, yeah, I was playing where the heart leads beforehand. Um. So let me. I, I actually pulled up the press release because I'd rather let them pitch to you. You're watching it right now, and honestly, the trailer and the press release reminded me why I was excited about this game. And we'll get to that in a second, all right? Uh, when husband and father, Whit Anderson, decides, descends into a sinkhole to save the family dog, he unwittingly tumbles into a journey through time. Suddenly, enveloped by visions of his past, present, and future, Whit discovers he can change them, altering the course of his life forever. Boasting thousands of choices and dozens of endings across a twisting, uplifting, gut-wrenching story, Where the Heart Leads features a 600,000-word script rivaling five novels or the biggest AAA RPGs. Damn. Step into Wit's life from his childhood and teenage years to fumbling around for as a young adult and referencing his, uh, his works as an old man. Experience an entire lifetime of choices and consequences. I say all that because, Tim, does that sound like a Greg Miller-ass game? Oh, 1,000%. And if you watch this trailer, it looks like a Greg Miller ass game. And I am happy after an afternoon of play, but uh, you know, I was doing emails here and there too, and a couple of the business calls. So probably we'll say an hour and a half conservatively of play uh, with it. It is a Greg Miller ass game. The problem is there's just this 
drop in that I wasn't prepared for. It's one of those games I got the review code for, and I was like, yep, I remember being excited for this. And I, oh, yeah, it's a narrative adventure. Okay, dropped in. And then I did the whole thing of going down the hole, and they do a, a story thing there where you just fall, 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 fall. You land, and then you're off, and it kind of is this thing of like, man, I sure am stuck down here in this cave. But I remember when I was young, and then like you interact with like a younger thing. And I'm like, oh, is this this is a weird way to do it. But then you move into this bigger section that opens up a long narrative chapter about what's going on. I'm now in the second or third part of that chapter, or I've got a new title card a couple times, and I'm like, okay, I'm in. It's a game that requires a commitment to it. It's not not a game where I'm telling you, oh, pay the first 13 hours, like you know, you need to really do some. No, no, no. It's nothing like that. It's more the idea of getting in there. It's a lot of reading. There's no voices. So, you know, you're making choices. You're reading dialogue above characters' heads. Uh, it is like you're reading. I, I really do feel like I'm reading a novel. I'm playing a novel. But then you come to, you know, the branching path points where you choose, you side with somebody or you give somebody one piece of advice. And then the story goes on that way. And so what I'm finding interesting about it is right now, very early on, you know, the, the thing I just read you was, you know, he's in this thing and he can change his, his, he can change his future or whatever. I don't feel like I know Wit's future enough from the little bit I played that I'm going to get there and be like, oh, I altered this. Nor have I gotten from him the, wait, that's not how it happened kind of thing, blah, blah, blah. So I'm still waiting for that, but they've done a great job. Of, first off, if you're watching it, I think it has a really beautiful art style, a kind of abstract. And right now it looks very, you know, not plain, but normal in terms of a landscape. But the whole tumbling down the rabbit hole kind of thing the world i'm existing in like there's hard edges to it it seems like they're playing the scale of what things actually would be uh it's very beautiful it's very interesting visually and the story itself is interesting too once i got to the kicker of what was happening where we were going i was doing it but in the total you know dorky greg miller way i'm enjoying establishing this relationship with the woman i know as his wife as him as an adult with his children right but now that i'm having conversations with her and making choices and doing things i mean i'm still being like she's my wife or whatever but will that play out am i making choices that actually you know will push her away from me or move her and we're going to get there and not be married at the end i don't know maybe it'll end and i'm married to jen who knows who Maybe knows? I get there, and guess what? Coco needs help. God, no. Coco needs help. I'm Coco. Andy. Because you, um, you can see the little anime Greg and Coco. Now, Coco, I just envisioned as a pile of shit, but you can make whatever you want, animators. <laughs> Tim, are you oh, about to move on to the next one? Well, no, game? bless you. had your hand raised. What, what, what do you have to say? Oh, well, uh, I was going to say, uh, you're working off of Game Informer, correct? Yes, I am. Okay, uh, you should be working off of Blessing's fun, uh, super fun game release calendar because you've already okay. missed Boomerang X, which is coming out on July eighth. Uh huh. Yeah, and that's a really cool game that people should look forward to. It's how a, dare it's you, a, Tim. it's you. a, yeah. How dare you? How again? Like, pull everybody if you're listening to this right now, go over to my Twitter. It's pinned. <laughs> it's pinned on my Twitter. Blessing uh-huh. super fun game release calendar. But it's a, I don't, know, I don't know how much you guys know about Boomerang X. It's essentially a Devolver Digital published game. Uh, indie title, really cool first person action game that has a lot of the same, I'd say, elements that you'd see from a lot of the fast paced, one hit Devolver Digital type games. Thinking of like your Hotline Miami's, your Katana Zeros, your Ape House, those types of games, but it's first person. And the whole bit is that you're rocking with a boomerang as a weapon that you spin around and you get to throw at enemies. And it's very pa- fast paced. I think they describe it as kind of an arena shooter type thing this looks uh, amazing yeah with a really cool art style very colorful uh and yeah really looking forward to this one is this it the is same out that worked on stonefly and no no the no. art style looks identical You're thinking of flight school. yeah it's not flight school 
God damn, that art yeah. style looks fucking identical. Because I, I, I can't think of what was the other game, Greg? Um, Island Creature Time the well. VR starring Carl the Crab. No, the the, Creature the one the well. starring Creature, Creature in the Well. Creature yeah. in the Well. It does look like that. Uh, Barrett, can you bring up what Andy sent assets? <laughs> Please. This, uh, I imagine, has to do with the last game we were talking about. The uh, No, sorry, not this. The thing he just sent. Uh, where the heart leads. The more important thing. Because <laughs> I wasn't sure if there was, like, is there's any relation to the Kim Vogel Sawyer novel, Where the Heart Leads. Honestly, this guy looks a lot like what I envision Wit to look like. Because, again, ah. abstract painting. So it could be this thing, and it could be a man out of time kind of scenario. Because okay. that's what I'm assuming looking at this. This is a man in, what, the early 1900s? Yeah. That's in exactly with a you woman. nailed the plot. Yeah, it's one of yeah. my favorites. It looks like I can. I, it's very small for me. He's from the 1900s. He's fallen in his own little rabbit hole. He's popped out somewhere. It looks like in front Where's of a Coco. <laughs> I was getting there. Let me get there. <laughs> don't ruin the bit before I get it. Steal the punchline. <laughs> yeah, dude. Don't ruin this bit. <laughs> Such a good bit. All right, Tim. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know you want to be the new giant bomb, buttoned-up game journalism over here. But sometimes you gotta let. Let me get out here and pitch a few. And what I'm pitching is a chibi Craig Miller with a pile of shit monsty going at me. Somebody help Coco. Coco needs help. And that's I'm up in that register. See, that's how you know I'm a voice actor. Yep, that's exactly how you know. So continuing on from there. Okay, we got Curb Space July 13th. I'm just going to go. If any of these like have any interest, y'all stop me. Okay, cool. Lost at Sea coming July 15th to all consoles. F1 2021 coming July 16th. Observer System Redux. Space Jam, A New Legacy coming to Xbox XS and Xbox One. What do you have to say about that, Bless? If if you have Xbox Game Pass, you can already uh, play it. You just have to redeem it. And I have played a little bit of that game. And it is a a fun thing to jump into for a night, I'd say. Uh, If if you missed the boat on this one, basically it is – I believe believe the series of events where they had a whole contest where they they had students and people – pitch uh their game uh so they can make a space jam game and you know two two people won got their game created and the game ended up being this uh beat em up <clears throat> beat em up style game like a pixel classic beat em up where you can play as either lebron james bugs bunny mm-hmm. or lola bunny and the whole gimmick of it is that you have a basketball that you play with and if you're playing on co-op you can pass the basketball and you can throw the basketball at enemies and that's one of your main forms of combat and I thought that was a really cool uh, thing. Like, it was a really cool mechanic. Chaos um, in the Windy City, Kevin or Greg. You remember this? I do remember that one. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Chaos in the Windy City. He had a yeah. blessing. He had a fire basketball. He had like an ice basketball. It oh was my so god! Cool. Would he just it blast so the basketballs cool. out? I, I I don't know. I don't okay. know if it came back. Because in this game, it's like a consistent basketball you're using that you're passing between your teammates, and you got to go pick it up. Um, you can also uh, hold B, I think, to just retrieve it if you want to. And super fun, fun for a night, I'd say. Like it, it very, it very much is for fans of the genre, quote unquote. Where if you like beat 'em ups, or if you want to play something that feels like a classic, classic Double Dragon, I would say for sure check it out. It's pretty cool. And uh, for everyone interested in Space Jam, you can find Blessing on Space Jam in review starting next Hell week. Yeah. Thanks, man. Thanks, so, Tim, man. I know yes. you want to keep this on the rails. Oh, I know you want to be the Walter mm-hmm. E. Murrow, right, of games journalism over That's here. Me. But here's something I need to confess. Blessing, I fucked up, and I want to apologize to you, all right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Saturday, y'all came over. We did a 4th of July uh, cookout over here, right? When we were buying things for the cookout, I ran in to two little Space Jam gift boxes. 
and I, I got them for you and Snowbike Mike. And I set them aside because I wanted to surprise mm-hmm. you. And now every time I go to get a plate, I find them up there next to the plates. And so there you go. It's okay. Next, it's okay. next time you come you. over, they're here for you. Hell yeah. I got cheesecake when I was there. And so. And you got some jam. Not and I got some jam, jam that I was eating jam. right before this. Some plum jam. That was it's really good. good. I love plum. Come jam. All right. Uh, moving on, we have The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword HD come to the Switch July 16th as well. Greg, I want to start with you. Is there any. What's your hype level for this? Not a fucking chance. No, I didn't like really? this one. It originally came out. I'm not going to give it another shot. I got things to do. <laughs> Andy, I'm definitely giving it a shot. Uh, again, a lot of the a lot of this era of Zelda was just kind of lost on me. Um, and so, especially with all of the improvements that I've heard, where they're like, "Hey, we're gonna make we're gonna streamline stuff. Things are gonna be easier." Uh, it's going to feel good. It's going to look good. And guess what? It's an HD 1080p. Huge. I'm definitely going to hop in. Plus. Yeah, I'm, I'm super looking forward to this one. I miss this type of Zelda. And Skyward Sword, I fell off of hard because after the first six, seven hours, I just got super bored with it. Did not like the motion controls. And the fact that they're fixing uh, those up a bit, the fact that they're adding a bunch of improvements, the fact that they're streamlining a lot of things and not having not not having it so that whenever you pick up an item, you get the pop up. Them fixing that alone makes me makes me go, okay, cool. Blessing. Yeah, it's gonna it's one. gonna save like three hours. <laughs> yeah. yeah, in total. Yeah, I can't. I can't wait. This is on the this along with Boomerang X and Space Jam New Legacy, all part of Blessing Super Fun Game Release Calendar 2021, pinned right now on my Twitter at Blessing Junior. Fantastic, fantastic stuff. But unfortunately, yeah, me, oh, go ahead. Go for it, Andy. I was going to say, unfortunately, we only have four days to play it because Death Thor comes out on the 20th. But go ahead, Tim. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. It does. I, mean, I don't have too much to add on it. But, like, this is one that I, I'm excited that it's coming to, to Switch, and I am looking forward to playing it over time. But I'm not in a rush to, like, beat it in a weekend or anything. This, I think, is going to be one of those Switch games that kind of just lives on my Switch. And I'll play through, tip away on. over the course of yeah. a while. And, hey, you know what I mean? Laying in bed with an OLED Switch later this year. Could be fun. Could be fun. Uh, but Andy, you brought it up. Death's Door, July 20th, Xbox Series X, S1, and PC. There's the one, man. This was the game of the show that was in Elden Ring for me. Uh, and it had, I think Devolver had shown it on Twitter three, four months ago, something like that. And I was like, what the hell is this? This looks stylish as hell. And I was so happy to see it as a part uh, on E3 and was happy to see it all 12 times that we saw it throughout all the different <laughs> showcases. <laughs> Uh, it looks fun as hell. The style is dope. Um, I love the little world that they're building and the combat. Uh, you know, it's all about that combat for me, that top down, uh, very reminiscent of Hyperlight Drifter. If you ever heard of that video game, you should check it out. Yeah, never it's heard a really never good heard video game. If only somebody would talk about it, you know? Highly, highly, no rec- no <clears throat> highly recommend it. A lot of people saying like, oh, this is by the people who made Titan Souls made this game. This is going to be dope. It's like, oh, well, if you want to play the better Titan Souls, check out Hyperlight Drifter. But yeah, this <laughs> game looks amazing. Uh, and the enemies and the world. I love the uh, the environment sort of remind me of that. F- what's that little fucking fox? That little, little sexy tunic. 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 Yeah, don't the environments remind me. Don't call Don't call tunic sexy. I don't like sexy that. fox. Barrett. No. Look at his glistening hair, Barrett. Yeah. So anyway, I just love the art style, and I think this is like exactly my shit. And I, I, I can't wait to check it out and check out that dash button and the parry mechanic. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, I love Titan Souls. So as soon as we started seeing this and hearing about this, I was definitely on my list of things to play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I didn't realize uh, when we first saw this one that it was from the same devs as Titan Souls. When I when I heard that, I was like, okay, this makes sense because Titan Souls was a dope ass game, and this game 
looks super good. I am. It, it's on my uh, Blessing Fun game release calendar 2021, and it's getting the must-play seal that wow. I'm doing for this episode. Yeah, it's the first must-play. A lot of, of patenting here. <laughs> <laughs> what was the? We have. Don't we have a Blessing Picks graphic from PS? I love you. Uh, I don't know. Maybe made it all out of for the, the dreams. Dreams. Remember dreams? that thing? Remember that dreams thing you used to do? Oh yeah, we could bring it back for this episode. You got the graphic, right, Barrett? I can. Uh, Barrett, play the graphic. That definitely did not survive the uh, the office. <laughs> I'm just <gonna laughs> say that. I just want to point out uh, this castle right here. It's like it, it, they saw Final Fantasy VII. And like, ah, oh, you fight Old a house. They, you fight yeah. a you fight a house. Well, fuck that. We're gonna have you fight a castle. This thing is bigger. Yeah, I'm, awesome. I'm really, really, really looking forward to the reviews on this because, like, I think that it has a chance to be kind of like that Celeste Hades level yeah. of just yeah. like, yeah. yo, this is a uh, stop what you're fucking doing and play this game. It looks super rad, and yeah, from a talented team, and love the character design, love what they got going on here. Can't wait. Won't have to wait long. That's fantastic. Uh, Monster Harvest coming on PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. The last stop. Which I think is a Greg Miller ass game, Full right? Full fucking stop is where you go right here. You're talking about the last stop. Yes. Why 20 Are you kidding me right now? Let's get going. Of course, it's from Variable State. You remember them from Virginia, a great game in 2016. And so, yeah, it's another deal here. It's a narrative adventure kind of thing. Uh, you're going through, I believe it's told from three different perspectives. Every trailer has made it look wonky in a good way. I don't know what I mean. I don't know if Barrett's got something to play here. There you go. I always got something I like to play the, here, Greggy. Never doubt me. Barrett, you're fucking killing. I love you. Appreciate you. You <laughs> know what I mean? Uh, but you look at it here like you're seeing like it's three different stories that all play out on their own but intersect with each other is what I understand it as, right? And so it's this weird little anthology of uh, kind of what looks to me to be like, you know, life is strange, play through the thing, make the choices. A Greg Miller ass game as I always talk about. And so, yeah, uh, I'm super into it. Let me get you. Hold on. What a, Immediately uh, confuse this, Greg, for Root... 86 or 80 sure 96 96 just based uh, yeah, on. on the name yeah. wikipedia pre- premise reads set in present-day london the game centers on three characters john donna and mina whose worlds collide in the midst of a supernatural crisis an anthology drama last stop is three stories in one the themes of the game involve a focus on secret lives the ties that bind and how magic can be found in the mundane fuck yeah I think it looks great. I, I and I, I really enjoyed Virginia. If you haven't played Virginia, I'd say get out there and get that under your belt. Easy platinum too, which is very nice. Uh, but yeah, looking forward to this one. Uh, next up, we have Contra Returns coming to iOS and Android July 26th. I'm interested in giving this a shot. The gameplay looks like a mobile version of a game that I wish it wasn't. But this trailer is fantastic because somehow uh, they got Andy Cortez in it to to hype this up like th- tell me this character doesn't look exactly like andy does look like andy that's me, that's me. <laughs> even with the jacket man it's like <laughs> but can you imagine a contra that looked like this yeah why aren't it'd they be, do- it'd be well, amazing because they're they not showing this yeah because this is just like to get you excited for for what could be but yeah nah notice they don't show you the gameplay in this trailer. Well, are you fucking kidding me no, that's they really know. The kids love. They they fucking. That's they really know. funny. They know. Uh, Barrett, hold on, I'm gonna send you a, a clip real quick to ask. They knew what they knew what they were doing. Yeah, they really did. Uh, there, I sent you some gameplay. Oh. It looks exactly what you'd expect Contra Returns on mobile to look like. Oh, and I hate it, Tim. Unfortunately, <laughs> oh, unfortunately, it. it's oh. this and like the amount of dialogue popping up, the amount of things slowing Barrett. down. It's like this isn't contra. Fast forward to two forty. Fast forward to two forty. Okay. I hate Andy, it. I, Andy, I just want to like, what would you rather do? Play this or uh, be Gabe Logan? Oh my Ooh. gosh, neither. Look at this boss. Look how bad this boss looks, dude. This looks ah. Oh. 
Yeah, this yep. looks terrible. Konami Key art looks dope though. Key art looks pretty dope. Whoever these characters are. <laughs> but god damn. Next that's up disappointing. We have uh, Microsoft Flights. Oh, what's up, Les? Well, I, I gotta interrupt you again. You're not using Blessing Super Fun Game Release uh-huh, Calendar. You uh-huh, missed out yeah. on Chris Tales. Chris Tales, yeah. really cool looking game, indie game, cla- classic JRPG style game. I think we talked about it in the last episode, so I don't want to dwell on it too much, but it's one that you should keep an eye out for. Really cool art style, and it has a cool gimmick where you can fast, uh, or I was going to say fast travel, time travel to the future, and it does that Titanfall uh, effect and cause type of thing where you're you're going back and forth from past to present, or from present to future, uh, and it reflects cool in the art style and all that stuff. I just wish it wasn't turn-based. Wish it wasn't turn-based. Oh, you don't like turn-based? I'd be so in. I'd be so in. Art style's amazing. It looks fantastic, yeah. Uh, Moving on, we have Microsoft Flight Simulator finally coming to Xbox Series X and S July 27th. Is this what's going to get you in, Greg? Is this what's going to fly you and Andy to Texas? Yes, Andy, it's happening finally. Are you prepared? Now, Now, here's the good news about this, Andy. Uh, obviously, since they announced Flight Sim, I've been saying I'd fly you to Texas. Then there was a global pandemic. But we're out of it now. We're all vaccinated. So you got to come over here for the stream. And I'll sit up here. I'll sit right over here. And I'll, oh, I'm not on camera. I'll sit right over here and fly you. And you, I'll bring you a little chair. And you can sit right there. And if we play our cards right, maybe Jen can come by. She can be a flight attendant. She can bring you drinks and things, show you around. Porty can be my little co-pilot. We can get something for him to sit on. You know what I mean? This is the weirdest, uh, crazy sort of turn of events. I am flying home that day. Fucking you <laughs> suck. That, that is exact so day. fucking funny. That man. exact fucking day, I am flying back to Texas for the first Dude, time who, Whoever was writing the simulation, good job. Good God fucking job. damn. Whoever that was ridiculous. Cool. Yeah, I, can, I can fly we race him. Let's race him there. <laughs> <laughs> no, Ooh, that'd be sick actually <laughs> yeah, you like call in to like be like all right like i'm i'm uh, yeah. about to get on Wheels the plane up. nine yeah <laughs> well no Wheels it's up. just that he gives me the exact like yeah what what time he takes off right and then it's just up to me because if he yeah. gets delayed that's on him that's uh-huh. on him nothing can happen and like it, like like uh you win if you land before andy calls you 100 yeah, percent. yeah so yeah. i just gotta get up there and i gotta throttle it you know what i mean throttle it up i think is what they say. i'm really gonna open her up you know what i mean oh mm-hmm. oh <laughs> that's what they say when you you've watched a fast and furious before open her up you know what i'm talking about get on the oh, open road. Road. On. Uh, unless we have more to say about microsoft flight simulator which i'm I excited to get a shot to say about it on the on the xbox and with game pass you can totally do that just pop in for a little bit and see what's up uh i've been wanting to get it on pc but it's just like the download process and everything seems it turned me off just because of how big it all was i'm like eh, yeah. i never did but uh definitely definitely excited for for this for a little bit uh, we have a whole bunch more games that we talked about in the last episode. So I was, I'm trying to skip a lot of the ones we already did. But uh, one that I don't think we mentioned last time was Near Reincarnation coming to mobile July 28th. Bless, I know you're kind of new to this Near world. Does this do anything for you? Oh, man. No, <laughs> it doesn't. I mean, I, I love Near Automata uh, back in the day. And I still even haven't finished Near uh the one that came out earlier in Replicant. the year. So I still, yeah, Replicant. I still got to get back to it and finish that. Um, but I have no interest in a mobile game. Yeah. Wow! Look at that. Does look cool though. Does look no? No, cool. I was saying, look at you. Like you know, interest in a mobile game. You know what I mean? Fake. I'm over yeah. here. I mean, Stokes Marvel Future you know, Revolution. Right? Look at me. I'm gonna play mobile games on the left and right. I'm I'll not play. A I'll hater. play the occasional mobile masterpiece. Masterpiece. Right? I'll play Florence. Whatever. That <laughs> I, comes listen. Out. Listen. <laughs> I don't, I'll play the occasional 10 out of 10 game. On Wait, <laughs> I don't. I don't really know what this game is doing because it's showing beautifully rendered 3d environments and then the gameplay is just a character kind of 
Okay, that looks better, but I it, it's so it bizarre. Really bad before. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know what the game is. It, it looks near reincarnation yeah. is a role playing video game developed by Applebot for Android and iOS. The game takes place in the universe of Nier and its sequel Nier Automata, which are in turn spin-offs and sequels to the Dragon Guard series. Set in a realm called the Cage, the player takes on the role of a girl guided by a ghost-like being. Okay. The gameplay is set in three parts. The first is the girl of light exploring different areas of the cage with Mama. During this exploration, we <laughs> come across statues known as scarecrows, which grant and upgrade weapons used to fight enemies. Uh, then there's some memories you play through, and then battles play out automatically in real time inside the memories with a party of three characters against enemies. So, yeah, for a lot of that, it looks like a near game. How near is always switching perspectives, it'll do a top down moment, it'll do side scrolling. But there were those moments in the beginning of that trailer or that gameplay demo that looked like some sort of 2D animated flash game that yeah, it, it, it looks really very weird. very different from what i mean maybe those are just maybe those are memories or i don't know what the hell those that they're actually doing there but that didn't mm-hmm. look like near that was very odd i mean near tens every now and then will change our styles mid-game like in near automata they did the cool thing where they had hacking mini games where it would be all digitized and different and so it might be one of those things as well bless should i go back to automata yes you 1000 percent should go back to automata yeah, fantastic game i'll do it um, so then moving on, sticking with the mobile stuff, we do have the Final Fantasy Pixel Remaster series coming July 29th. I doubt that's for, for anybody here. Bless, maybe you give it a, a shot to one of them. I forget, is that which one is that? The Pixel Remaster? Pixel Remaster is Steam. one through six being released oh, on Steam okay. and the and iOS and, and Android. And uh yeah, I'm interested to see how they end up looking. But yeah, this is kind of like I was talking about earlier with the Nintendo OLED stuff, like this is the worst case scenario for me where I'm like, we have the HD 2D stuff and they're remaking Dragon Warrior. It's like remake Final Fantasy VI. God damn it. Uh, What's the word with that Final Fantasy VII mobile remake? Because that's what I am interested in trying out. Do you remember this? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I do remember that. So, Soldier or something or other? Yeah, like they announced it earlier in the year and it looked really cool. Ever it looked like a fun way to actually get the... Final Fantasy VII story without going back to It looked like what they're game. doing with Pokemon Ruby Sapphire. Yeah, this one, right? Yeah, yes. Everquest. Yes. There you go. Yes. So cute. <laughs> I love that they're, they're, Square's own description for this is another possibility for a remake. <laughs> <laughs> like, That's awesome. 2022. Yeah. Like, you're not supposed to put the e- the emails that we had in the description <laughs> of the game. Possibility is capitalized. <laughs> that was a choice. Uh, I love them. Yeah, this looks rad, though. Uh, and then we got The Ascent coming to Xbox and yep. PC July 29th. Hell yeah. The Ascent, that's the one that Paris talked about recently, right? That was like the kind of top-down isometric hell divers looking one. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's yes. the one. Yeah. Can't wait. Cyber Cyber Let's go. Xbox Game Pass. Let's go. Every time I open up the damn Xbox Game Pass PC app, I see it there in the coming soon, but I don't see the coming soon next to it. So yep. I just think like, oh, shit, it's out. And I get really excited and then I get really sad. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to playing that with everybody and, uh, you know, going off and building your own character and coming back and being able to run through it together with people when we get into stuff. Should be good yeah, for streaming. It could be, could be a lot of fun for you yeah, bumping into each other out there. Because I yeah, miss cool. Helldivers. I tweeted about that this year, you know, that I missed it. And some to have something similar to that, I'm, I'm all about. And it is, as you know, Paris called out the cyberpunk world. You know what I mean? Like doing it possibly better than CD Projekt Red in some ways. So to get in there, if you still have that itch, that could be the one that gets you. Greg, did you see the game that was announced earlier in the week? Uh, that w- or maybe last week? That was. It looks like Borderlands mixed with Helldivers. Yeah, I heard you guys talking about it on Games Daily. I didn't actually look at it, but I heard I was listening to the podcast. Yeah, 
It looks exactly like Borderlands mixed with Helldivers. It might be up your nice. alley. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then the last one in July, July 30th, we have Alone With You on Switch, which I do not know about. But before we move on to no, August. No, we're not done with July. Oh, oh, July oh, will also oh. see the Omega level threat family reunion come to Marvel's Avengers. And I can't right, wait. Yeah. It'll also give us the patch where we can all play as whatever we want. I made a big pr- thing now that I don't need to worry about it anymore because it used to be only one Captain America, only one you know, Black Widow. You understand? Now that I can just do it, I'm just investing in Cap. Me and Goldfarb have been running exotic missions out there. I'm on the cosmic threat right now trying to make sure I got all my exotics ready to go. Thank you. Jokes so, aside, is this something that you're actually really excited about? Jokes aside, for sure. Like you know, I, I like. I would. I definitely understand that for the most of the time. For most of the time, my Avengers love is indeed a joke, right? That you know, this game that I, I, I that they drop content to, and I go buy new stuff. Uh, yada yada yada. Uh, the last uh, villain sector they did with Monica was awesome. It, I did a whole talk about it on PS. I love you, Janet, and uh, Blessing were nice enough to pat me on the head and let me rant for a little bit. Uh, but they. They actually did really well with that. That's the kind of content I want out of Avengers and the group that still plays Avengers and talks about Avengers on a text thread. We all want out of it too. The boss fight was challenging. It made us think about strategies. We we failed a bunch of times before we finally got in there and conquered it or whatever. And on top of that, it introduced, you know, some, uh, cosmic uh, abilities making enemies tougher but more importantly giving us new things to do with old missions like they are actually doing stuff not that i invented it by any stretch of the imaginations it's all you know stuff you'd expect an ongoing game to do they're doing stuff i talked about in my episode of the blessing show of hey here's a reason to replay these missions you wouldn't replay for any other reason now you're running through them you're working your way through this cosmic quest line that'll give you a reward at the end it'll give you something to go do and for them to have that last month now to have this omega level threat which will be the first thing that really pushes our 150 characters i'm excited for that and then of course then right around the corner after that of course is uh war for wakanda the giant expansion so right now uh, avengers is actually on the upswing uh for people who care about it that's great before we move on to august let me tell you about our sponsors this episode is brought to you by purple doesn't it seem like the world's against us from getting a good night's sleep this time of year it's too hot the mattress is too stiff too much is going on I have the answer for you. Only Purple Mattress have the grid. Its unique ventilated design allows air to flow through to help you sleep cool. They also have the grid in the pillow. I've been using that forever and I will never use another pillow. It is a game changer. You don't even need to flip it to the cold side because the entire thing is the cold side. It's perfect. It just never overheats. I don't understand it, but it works. Purple is comfort reinvented. Right now, you'll get 10% off any order of 200 or more. Go to purple.com slash kind of funny 10 and use promo code kind of funny 10. That's purple.com slash kind of funny 10 promo code kind of funny 10 for 10% off any order of $200 or more. P-U-R-P-L-E dot com slash kinda funny one zero. Promo code kinda funny 10 terms apply. And next up, shout out to FitBod. Don't get stuck doing the same workouts. Making progress towards the future you means overcoming new challenges. FitBod creates a fitness program that continually adapts with new exercises and dynamic intensity that adjusts to how you're progressing. So you'll be challenged to meet your goals at your own pace. G has been using this. She's been really loving how easy it is to use and how varied it all is. Just kind of keeping her active. FitBod is super easy to use and even has HD video tutorials to make learning new exercises a breeze. It integrates with other fitness and health apps like Apple. Apple Health, Fitbit, and Strava. Personalized training can be tough on the budget, but FitBod is only $9.99 a month or $59.99 a year. And 
Right now, you can pick up the pace on your fitness journey with FitBod today, and your future self will thank you. Get 25% off your membership at fitbod.me slash kfgames. That's 25% off at fitbod.me slash kfgames. So here we are, August 3rd, in sound mind. Then we got Lemnis Gate, the Falconeer finally coming over to the PlayStation side of things. Godfall coming to PlayStation 4, August 10th. Icarus, PC. Whoa, 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 August let's talk 11th. about Godfall. Blessing. Let's talk about Godfall. You came back for this, and then you, and you were like, it. you played all the, the stuff they've done since Godfall. I was mm-hmm. like, you've made me excited for it. And then now, what? yeah, we get this. It's coming to PlayStation 4, but that times out with the darkness what is it the what is the expansion they're actually adding out fire to? and Ooh. darkness fire and darkness thank yes. you very much Barrett. look at that look at that yeah barrett's on it so yeah, are I'm you in for this one are you going to be back for this i'm going to try it out for sure yeah like i think it looks cool though i i I'm, i want to know more like i want to know like what kind of new content it's actually going to bring uh, sure. i gotta re-watch, re-watch the trailer to see exactly what it is because i played godfall beat it and then fell off of it just because the the content wasn't there for me but yeah, dude, I'm I'm down to jump into it, and if you want to hop in as well, we can get you up there. We can get because well, yeah, you you, you started it when at launch, right? When we were talking about PS, I love you and Gamescast and everything yeah. else, and you fell off of it real quick there. But then since then, yeah, you came back after all the different patches yeah. they did, had a good time with it, and then yeah, you were said you were ready for this. So yeah, I need you to either drag me through what you already did, or I need to just get uh, I, I I can do it all here, I guess. Yeah, no, we can get you through. Like from watching the watching this trailer, right? It looks like they're bringing in a new realm because there's three there are three realms already and it looks like they're also bringing in new enemies and stuff yeah we can get you in there the game is very much just go in beat shit up and have a good time and like not worry about anything else legitimately it is the ultimate podcast game where i did not care about story at all and so i just like sat back and i just yeah there's no way they're gonna patch that in to make sense right (laughs) (laughs) because i remember when we originally were playing it i was like it's fun but there you know i have miles morales i have sackboy i have a million other things to play that i care a little bit more about yeah no we can get you in there you guys uh, gotta get some valor plates. Valor plates, no valor joke, plate. are like the dopest thing about the game. <laughs> I'm actually kind of excited about that because they look really cool. The valor plates are basically just different uh, forms of armor that give you different abilities. It's like choosing class in any other game, mm. but they're also they're they're very I guess aesthetic in terms of the way they come out, and you can have very different kinds of valor plates. And so I think I assume that the the fifty that they're adding are mainly aesthetic, like uh, uh, or cosmetic valor plates, which doesn't really add much in terms of ability, but will make you look prettier, which I'm I'm all about. They're pretty. You always boy, look pretty to me, blessing. Uh, we got foreclosed. Noraka blade point. Anybody from Noraka? Cool. Yeah, that was my yeah. thing. I, from what I saw at E3, battle royale, melee based. You know, you run around uh, cutting each other up with swords and stuff. It looked cool, and then uh, Golden Boy, of course, one of the E3 co-hosts with me and Jackie, uh, Golden Boy had nothing but nice things to say about what he had played from it, that he actually enjoyed it, which made me look at it, but I didn't know. I don't I don't think it's a Greg game necessarily, but I'm interested enough that I'll probably give it the old test drive when it comes out. Yeah, I, I want to try I, it up. I, the like the, the gameplay of it looks fun, but at, at the same time, watching the trailer, parts of it look rough enough to where... Yeah. I hope it I hope it comes together. I hope that when you actually have the controller in hand, it actually ends up being a really fun thing. But when you watch the trailer, it's like, okay, this seems like it, it could be double A or 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 it it might not have as much budget behind it. But that doesn't mean that it won't be fun when we actually play it. Of course. I watched Shroud stream a bit of it. It seemed a little rough around the edges, but it, it does seem like that sort of gameplay where I'd rather play Spellbreak. Um mm, yeah. if I'm gonna play this sort of 
third person battle royale game i know like obviously this is more of a up close com uh, up close melee type fighter and soul breaks definitely more of a range thing but um i think i'd i i would probably just prefer hopping into a game like that as opposed to a game that maybe doesn't seem super proven is it a free-to-play do we know Ooh, i'm not positive i want to say it is but let me i can look into it for you because that's definitely like it, it it's got to be free to play <laughs> if if they Probably. want people hopping in yeah for um, this type of game you would imagine like you would hope that it would be uh free to play the, the thing that that's pulling me in is the fact that one i like the Sekiro uh kind of art style to it where and game style to it where you have the grappling hook where you can pull uh pull in and then also the melee because that's the thing that oof we've not seen free to play not free to play oh damn standard edition 20 bucks deluxe edition 35 bucks ultimate edition okay. 50 bucks no, this not, is not all 20 bad. bucks isn't that bad the rock of the game.com i, I yeah. just i worry that it you're going to run into a lot of the issues that you have with melee games online and how good mm-hmm. is your net code and is there going to be mm-hmm. i'm slashing this dude and i'm not hitting him because for whatever reason that yeah. animation is just not sort of attacking correctly um that's probably my main worry with that but 20 bucks that's not bad i hope they do some sort of thing that maybe knockout city did with like a free weekend sure. a free trial weekend sure. or something like that next up august 12th skatebird baby it's finally time I'm gonna get on that board gonna do some tricks as a bird can't wait can't <laughs> fucking wait have you played it yet Craig? uh no i never did the demos the the demo that came out well they had one at e last year this year whichever one it was but no i've seen enough in when the, you know skatebird was in a, the kind of funny game showcase and i was like mm-hmm. yeah this looks awesome this looks fun it, you know how i don't know as somebody who is always more of a skate person than a tony hawk person i'm not sure where i'll fall on the scale of that but i'm looking yeah. forward to trying it in this cube. i'm definitely definitely interested in time i'm not expecting it to blow my mind but i'm i'm hoping for some a couple hours of fun you know sure i i just added a uh, one naraka blade point to the blessing the super fun game oh wow because- yeah, yeah. Looking forward. Does to it get the out. blessing pick award or whatever the hell? <laughs> not Raka, no. Must play seal? No, it is not the. It, you yeah. have to be like a certain caliber to get the must play seal. And so far, gotcha. only Death Door has that. But the, both skate skate well skateboard specifically seems like one that I'll play for a night and be good with. And that's the, that's mm-hmm. the secret when it comes to the calendar is that a lot of these games I'm hopping into for a night and then I'm bouncing out of. Um, sure. But yeah, Naraka is one is a definitely is a definite. I'm gonna try this out. And Skateboard, I would say, fits in that same thing for me, where I'm like, I'm going to try this out and have fun with it, because I love the skate kind of games, but they're also, I, I think they're also pretty tough to make. You know, like, I feel like the actual good, good ones are few and far between, which means that you got to have the right stuff. And even Tony Hawks have gotten it wrong in the past, as oh, we've yeah. learned. Yeah, oh, and yeah. so, like, I hope this one has the stuff. I hope it's fun, but, you know, I'm not, as cool and novel as it looks, I'm not expecting greatness until I have it in my hands. I definitely want to. You know what, bless. I'm with you on Naraka. I'm watching more of it. I think I'm going to give it more of a shot. Oh yeah. But it's I just stream, man. My mind immediately goes back to playing Demon Souls and having people invade my game, uh, random players across the world, and I see where their sword is hitting, and it is five feet behind me, and I'm getting hit, and it's like, okay, that shouldn't have hit. On your end, it probably hit me. It's like all the Fall Guys bullshit, where it's like. I grabbed him. I was fucking right there. How did he grab me? You were 20 feet away. Yeah, so that's my main worry with it. But yeah, the I guess the traversal looks fun and interesting enough. I'll give it a shot. Then Hades comes to the rest of the consoles August 13th. That's very exciting for people that haven't played before. Anyone planning to play through again? I will have to stop myself from doing that because there's going to be other more important things 
Um, but Hades is so fucking good, so everybody go play it. More important things like 12 Minutes coming out yeah. on August 19th. Maybe Xbox Let's Series go. X, S, Xbox One, and PC. That, I think, is the first one that we've talked about today that all of us are probably maximum hype level. Like, let's fucking go tied together for, right? Yeah. Can't wait. We've waited a long time for that, Tim. 2015 is when uh, Louise came through our, our my spare bedroom, <laughs> or actually the living room, to sit with us and play this the most old old demo ever of that game uh and to see how far it's come to have daisy ridley willem dafoe and then james mcavoy all in there and stuff i can't fucking wait to play this and see where uh the idea which was good enough on its own went with actual uh money from xbox and time from them you know what i mean we talk about the strides xbox is making and the ability they are giving independent developers to actually go out and make bigger better things out of their ideas this is the perfect example of it and i can't wait to see how it pays off Absolutely. And I think that the choices they've made from a marketing perspective have just been knocking it out of the park. Like the gameplay looks great. Like we've already known that, but adding that voice talent and the poster they released Mm -hmm. like a week or two ago is just like just even more just cementing what the tone and vibe of this is going to be. And man, it looks freaking awesome. It's just legitimizing it even more. And like this is a must play thing. You will regret missing out on this. I also love the amount of confidence that they have in the marketing of it without doing the uh any sort of like grand statement kind of thing because you get into mm-hmm. those indie games that you build hype for like i think of the no man's guys and plenty of games to come out and it was and it's like i've heard so much talk about this and i have it in my hands and it's just not living up where what where 12 minutes has this allure of mystery but then also the way in which they're marketing like you said tim with the poster with the names with the act uh actors and actresses all that stuff has me like has me ready for it uh and it does get the the must play seal Wow! Holy yeah. shit! It does get the must play seal. This is amazing. We what gotta call honor. Schreier. We gotta call somebody about this. <laughs> Next up, we have Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut PS5 and PS4. Uh, Bless. I'm gonna start with you. I'm super hyped for this. I'm definitely gonna try out the the Iki Island stuff. I think that stuff is super cool, and I love that they're doing some form of DLC for it. But I'm even somehow even more excited for the Legends content uh, because they talked about adding in. Adding in a new mode, I can't wait to get back in there. I hope that they add possibly new raid content. I'm not expecting it, but that for me, that would be the the 10 out of 10, all snap, they did it kind of thing because I absolutely loved the Legends raid. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely jumping back into this one. I kind of want to go back and see if I can actually beat it, but then on the fourth, you got Kena Bridge. Kena That's Bridge's my problem. Yeah, That's the problem I'm running into because I never mm-hmm. beat it. I, I went through the first island. Power. And uh, I'd say I'm about a third of the way through the game. And I don't know what else happened because I was addicted to it, like waking up in the morning and I have a couple spare hours. Let me go back into it and do some random side missions. And I think I just played so much and then my mind was taken off to something else. And um, yeah, it it kind of sucks because obviously everybody loves it and it won a bunch of awards. So I definitely want to. I definitely want to hop back in, especially with PS5. It's going to look amazing. It's going to look even better than it did somehow. Yeah. Greg and Kev kind of turned me off when this first came out uh, on giving it a shot because there was a lot going on. Just everything they were saying about it, I was like, oh, this really doesn't sound like something I'm going to enjoy. But I'm kind of with you, Andy, in the sense of like this being the PS5 upgrade that already looked great now just looks even better. It's like I, I got to at least give it a try at some point, but it's going to be rough of the when with uh, Kino right there. And, and in addition to Kino, before we even get to that, August 24th, I want to talk about a game called Hoa that if you guys haven't seen, it looks freaking awesome. Barrett, I'll see you. 
Don't worry. Don't uh, worry. That's Hova. Okay. That's Hova. Uh, close. Damn. Yeah. Uh, close. HOA. Uh, it's a it's a game. <laughs> I googled it. It's homeowners association. <laughs> <laughs> Big fan. You know what I mean? No, this is uh, Miyazaki the video game. Like this. Uh, if you scroll forward a little bit, Barrett, like. It looks just like this oh, super cute oh. little like 2D platformer that seems to be less about challenge, more just kind of about the the cool environments and, and what's going on. The music sounds great and just kind of like the the whimsical nature of it all. I've had my eye on this one for a while and uh, I'm excited for it. Uh, it just looks cool. It like the art style is derivative of things we've seen before, but still kind of has this unique vibe to it that is hard to uh, put my finger on. But I think it's something about the outlines of the character. It kind of really adds this like Miyazaki anime-esque uh, look to it that I haven't seen in a, in a platformer. Too. Yeah, it kind of looks like a, a, a happy Hollow Knight. <laughs> yeah, it looks delightful. Yeah, that looks fun as hell. There doesn't seem like there's going to be any like crazy depressing Ori type shit happening in that game. I hope not. Like, you never know though. Yeah. You never freaking yeah, know. That's true. You're right. Um, uh, before we move on to Kana though, um, Aliens Fireteam Elite, another game that I'm probably going to play for several days and then immediately move on to whatever. Cause that's just kind of the life that we live, but that looks fun enough. I, I saw, I didn't really think I was going to be excited for it until I saw John Drake tweet a video about it. I was like, all right, let me actually see the video. And, like, it looks good. It it actually looks like a, a type of four-player co-op. Yeah. Similar to, like, Left 4 Dead and all that sort of shit. It's similar to the dinosaur game that we played, Extinct, Second Extinction, mm. um, where you're going to be laughing and screaming your face off because these goddamn aliens are running after you. And there seem to be a bunch of different alien variants where they all have sort of different abilities and ways to get at you. I think it looks like a blast, um, and I, I can't wait to hop in with I'm right there with you, you Andy. We sent Nick to play it, right? And so the idea of this three-player cooperative, we're running around either chasing the aliens, you know, killing the aliens or being the aliens or whatever, that sounds like fun. Like, And I, I'm with you of how long will the staying power be? I don't know. Like, it's not you know predator was set in a universe i was more into than the space stuff and the alien stuff there and the similar like friday the 13th so getting in here i don't know but for sure i could easily see a weekend being lost of all of us going through with snowbike mike right and playing this and shooting shit up yeah looks like fun uh and then we got kina bridge of spirits coming to ps5 <laughs> ps4 and pc august 24th definitely have high hopes for this it looks beautiful if you don't have an oled tv this is the type of game that might make you want to get one because uh, a lot of fun colors it looks absolutely gorgeous and the gameplay looks fantastic too definitely this gets my blessing two thumbs Whoa. up approval. wow yeah. tim giving out a blessing award yeah. can he do that uh-huh. can he do I, that? i'm i'm gonna say it. he can do it yeah he holy can do it. shit i'm gonna oh do it too God. this one gets my must play seal there's as well. two <laughs> yeah wow. yeah two somebody help skills. coco things are getting crazy <laughs> <laughs> I'm just excited uh, to actually see what it is, right? Because, like, we've gotten the trailers, which have mostly been cinematic, and some gameplay stuff, and it all looks almost too good to be true <laughs> in some uh, instances where I'm like, this looks incredible. The art style looks incredible. The gameplay looks, from, from what we've seen, the gameplay looks really fun. And I just want to I, I want to get into it and just play it. Like, that's where I'm at, where, you know, what, what like, how I come out of it, uh, you know, we'll we'll see, like, how it reviews and all that stuff, but... Everything about the game stylistically speaks to me, and I think that's the thing that has me excited. Play this shit on PC with those settings cranked to goddamn maximum, dude. It's gonna be a that's gonna be a delight. I just love a good giant boss health bar, and just seeing that red go down. You know, good for them. Good. What do you guys? What do do you guys think the conversation about 
the indie game of the year is going to be by the time we get later on because we talked about 12 minutes and then uh death store and we've gotten even even uh, games like chicory do you guys think there's going to be a standout by the time we get there i mean it's going to be i think there's going to be a lot of competition there like potentially more competition than the the main game of the year category that we're talking mm-hmm. about but we'll see how things shake out we got a, a lot of well, hold on, change ups can competition happen for indie game of the year yeah mm-hmm I think it's going to be more competition to have indies. Actually, I think there. I think it sounds like it's shaping up that there'll be more indies in the running for game of the year. Like I feel like that's more I likely. That. I mean, indie game of the year will be fucking bloodbath because there'll be so much, and that's been the last few years of it. But there's uh, a lot of games that we've already seen that we think could make a run for it. Let alone what, the potential of something like Kena, right? Something we've talked about and we think all oh, we all think looks beautiful. I'd like to see anything try to compete with NBA 2K. We'll see about that. <laughs> uh, moving on, we got for Barrett. Psychonauts 2. Yeah, baby. Um, yeah, I, I recently got onto the Psychonauts uh, train, finally uh, played through the first game for the uh, first time uh, after so many different attempts, and I'm just, I'm really stoked on this one. Um, a lot of people are trying to compare it to Ratchet and Clank, and while I don't, I don't know what it's going to do on that level of like platformer stuff, like mm-hmm. I'm still just really stoked. The game looks really good. Uh, really pretty for like the the specific art style that it has, um, and again like when it comes from the mind of Tim Schafer, like you got to just believe in in the weirdness and the way he him and his team are gonna like pull it all together. Like I'm I'm expecting a a game of the year contender for me personally uh, on this one. Wow. Yeah, I think I think when you uh, I think trying to compare it to Ratchet is kind of odd. Because they, they're two completely it, it, different it, games. Like, yeah, Ratchet is it, all about that combat. This yeah. is all about not only the, the the smart kind of level design and cool gimmicky, what are we going to do in this level to progress, but a lot of Schaefer's games are about dialogue and cool character yeah. moments and, and story, you know? So um, that that's yeah. dope. I, I'm super excited for a lot of people who have been on that sort of Ratchet and... Or, uh, sorry, Ratchet and Psychonauts train, so... Um, that's exciting. It's finally here. Yeah. I feel like we've been waiting for this for a long time. 100%. Yeah, and, and really like have. finally playing the first, like the original one for the first time in, uh, since uh, what it came out in like 2005, 2006, and playing that and falling that uh, in love with that in 2021, and getting like a modern iteration of that game. Like I'm, I'm so excited to to see like all the like even like the gameplay improvements that they make and stuff like that. Like I'm super stoked. And then taking this and running with it, blessed. We got one for you from the same type of you've been waiting a long time for No More Heroes Three, August twenty seventh. Yeah. Do you yeah. think it's actually going to hit that date? I think so. They they did the whole gameplay showcase at Nintendo Treehouse, and it's hard for you to believe that they could do all that and have the game not hit. Then again, like it's being developed by Cedar Fifty One, and so like we'll see we'll see when it comes out. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm confident in it. I'm looking forward to it. I I've tried to say stay somewhat um uh radio silent on i don't know if that's the right term but for the trailers not try to watch every single one and, and, and dig into it because i know there's a lot to dig into in terms of what the story is and what the world what's happening in the world and who these aliens are that are coming through and how they how all that's involved and what the combat looks like there's a lot to dig into right uh, out there right now and i'm trying to stay away from it because i want to go in fresh because it's been a, it's been a while since normal heroes 2 and then normal heroes travis strikes again uh, I think is what it was called the the top t- top down game that came out a few years ago on Switch. That one did not hit for me the way I wanted it to hit, and so I'm really hoping that this one comes through and actually makes up for that and hits the way that I need it to hit. Because yeah, man, I love No More Heroes. I can't I cannot wait for it. 
Uh, and then we have Snowbike Mike's Game of the Year 2020 Ooh. Forever Kiwi. That's K E Y W E. It's a. Uh, how would you describe it, Andy? I, I mean, I saw Nick and Mike sort of play it. It's what is it? It's a kind of co-op, almost. It takes two style game, uh, similar to uh, Overcooked and Moving Out, where you are two Kiwis and you are trying to get letters sent out i believe your mail mail birds mail birds your mail birds yeah so like yeah i i don't really know much about it and um snowbike mike seemed really excited about it so good for him (laughs) (laughs) him and nick ended up playing this on stream i wasn't there for that but i kind of tuned in a little bit okay moving on to september then whoa you Go kidding it, me Craig. again? August, ladies and gentlemen. Marvel's Avengers, The War for Wakanda expansion. I can't wait. Barrett, play the graphic. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? You can't not I'm, be excited. For I'm Black also I'm, I'm, I'm very I'm very sorry for uh, recording people and, and, and stuff like that, because I think the uh, audio, I didn't hear it, but it seemed to have like really peaked. So I'm, I, I apologize for that. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah, we got you, it was like we it started it. and it was all red and i was like oh god it was probably really bad so i, I apologize it I apologize. was worth it yeah a few kind of funny best friends lost their hearing over this for 10 minutes it's fine <laughs> you all got the graphic and it was good don't worry about it war for wakanda don't sleep on it let's see what they got up their sleeves all right hold on i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna play it properly now okay Can we do that legally? Is that is that allowed? <laughs> I mean, we did it on PS I Love You. We didn't get banned, you know. Yeah, but like you know, Sega's not out here listening to PS I Love You. <laughs> oh, that, <laughs> that one's under the radar. Games cast the established. Games cast. No, no, the there's no way they can get away with it. I did so, want to point out on on August 31st, New World, which is that Amazon MMO that a lot of MMO fans have been looking forward to because everybody just kind of wants whatever the next WoW is. When New World had their alpha, we mentioned this on another podcast, but People were really excited about it who were who are really into MMOs. And I thought, man, this thing's probably going to hit huge. Um, and then over the weekend, a gigantic streamer named Asmongold, who plays WoW all the time, hopped into Final Fantasy XIV for the first time and had 200,000 people watching up from his usual, like, 30,000, 40,000. Uh, Final Fantasy broke their Steam concurrent player record um they had uh 47,000 concur- concurrent players on Steam which is the most they've ever had uh which is just it's wild so I'm now I'm wondering like right. shit maybe Final Fantasy 14 is just going to take that crown uh anytime soon so new world not a great time for it to be releasing <laughs> uh especially with it seems like things might be trending towards Final Fantasy's way but we'll Andy, see if it wanna, finds an audience start up? you want to jump into Final Fantasy <sighs> I downloaded it I got sold on a podcast I was on a couple weeks ago, months ago now. Probably, and it's only it. and and it's like you can just play with controller, right? Like it's yeah, well, yeah. kind of recommended that you do that. I'm, yeah. I'm, Greg, I can't I can't commit to that. I just Andy, can't. Dude. I, if you I do know, it, I'll do it. What if we yeah, all this, three did it? This is like Fiesta I, Texas. I have it right now. I can start up and make a character right now. <laughs> or this is like Six Flags all over again, not Fiesta Texas. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it. Later. Okay. <laughs> so moving on to September. 
Bless, we're going big down the slopes of all forms. It's Riders Republic, baby, coming to PS5, Xbox Series X, and S, uh -oh. PS4, Xbox One, Stadia, and PC, September 2nd. Greg, Can't you look wait. upset. Greg, you look very upset. I'll let them go. Let them have their moment. Let them talk about it. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm so I'm scared about what Greg has, but I'm I'm very excited. Part it's part of the blessings fun game release calendar, of course. And of course. I, half of me wants to give it a must play seal. I'm not because we don't know. Did this? Did the graphic just start? Did you guys see that? Yeah, 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 yeah. You're like, ah, am I giving it to it? And it went up, and then you're like, no, I took it back. I took it back. I took it back. Take it back. Because like it being Rise Republic, right? Like I, I I'm not. I'm I'm more excited for it than I am confident in it, right? Like the game looks fun. The game looks like it has so many elements of extreme sports games that I really like. They they literally have graffiti from Tony Hawk in there, and I'm like, if that ha if it has that, how can it be bad? Um, but you know, it's one that I'm just excited to try. I'm jump into. Yeah, I'm right there with you, man. Like this, everything they're showing speaks to me. It's a bunch of different genres I love mashed into one. I love Fall Guys. I love extreme sports games. If it And I love Mario Party and all this like goofy shit. If they can like bring it together and make it a quality experience, this is going to be something special. Yeah, I'm going to spend but, a lot of hours in this. Like like you said earlier, it's, it's real hard to nail this type of game. So I'm hoping they do. I want my guy to look so cool. Greg, what do you have? September 1st, Lake. You blew right by it on this list. I can't wait for Lake. I never shut up about Lake out there on the internet. This is the one where you, it's 1986, you go back to your hometown to deliver mail. I'm fucking pumped beyond belief to play as this lady. What drove her back home? Well, who, what kind of characters I'm going to find in this town as I deliver mail? Did you, see Joey, did you see Joey stream this game, Greggy? No, I was well, the thing where I, it was during E3, right? Where they put out, they actually put out yeah. a demo of this as part of the Summer Game Fest stuff. Uh, I want to go in blind. I, I love the premise. I've been following for, I feel like a little over a year now. I forget where we saw this the first time, but I'm 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 stoked. I'm I, I would encourage you to go over to YouTube.com/slash Kind of Funny Plays and just watch Joey play this for just a couple of minutes because it's worth seeing. She her, liked it a lot, right? Yeah, and it's worth seeing her drive around a mail truck. Okay. Yeah. They got sniper rifles in this game. Yes. No, Andy. It's not, games don't always have to be about killing all the time. But what if I'm just shooting targets? It's a special unlock, Andy. Did the tree die to make that target? You know what I mean? Thank you, Baron. Thank you. Bless, I got another one for you and me here. Sonic Colors Ultimate. Have you played the original Sonic Colors? And either way, are you going to play this one? I have played the original Sonic Colors, and I am going to... I. I plan to play this one. This is getting to the part of the year where things are getting a little bit hectic, and I and I don't know what's going to come of my uh, my whole calendar here because th three days later there are literally two games that are coming out on the same day that that I'm going to want to play as well. But I'm hoping that I can just jump into this one and play it over the course of a day or two because Sonic games don't take forever to beat uh, and blast through it. Because yeah, Sonic Colors. If you're not a Sonic fan or you don't pay attention to these type of games, Sonic Colors is one of the better. 3d sonic games uh and this is the first time that it's coming to non-nintendo consoles and it's going to be i think hd for the first time too and so mm -hmm. i'm super excited to try it out for all those things yeah sonic colors is super rad i'm very excited like you said it's not going to take too long to, to play through so i'm definitely planning on beating this one i'm excited to see how well it holds up because this is the perfect example of that era of sonic where this was the first good game of the 3d ones after a very long drought of very horrible games so uh i wonder if it stands up or if there was just such a good moment where i was just happy i had something that was decent mm -hmm. you know so i wonder if this is the 8.5 i remember it being or if it's going to be more of like that 6.57 range that is a lot better than the the threes and fours we were getting so either way yeah, it's not gonna be seven it. it's gonna be 7.5 at least <laughs> I'll take it. At I'll least. take it, man. I just I want some more Sonic and 
At least it's a good one. Uh, Life is Strange, True Colors. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, this is one of the two games I was talking about. Yeah, Life is Strange is so good. I part of me wants to go back and play the rest of two because I never played. I never finished two uh, because that came out in such a weird, uh, episodic, uh, like month after month kind of way that just didn't. I, I don't think that one panned out well. Uh, doing that, I'm glad that they're dropping this all in one package, and mm-hmm. I I really I really hope that this feels like a return to form for Life Strange. I know this is Deck Nine, and it's not. Uh, not Don't Nod, who have made the, the Life of Strange games that we love, but Deck Nine was responsible for Before the Storm, which I thought... Well, that, really and good. I say that, though, right? You say that, and it's like, well, like, have they? Like, you know what I mean? Right now, what you you apparently have one Life is Strange game you loved, number one, made by, <laughs> made by uh, uh, Don't Nod, and then you have one that you loved Before the Storm, made by uh, Deck Nine. Yeah. Then you have one but miss I'm, from uh, <laughs> the from other Don't one. And then what do you I've heard plenty, one? the people who actually finished Life is Strange 2, though, I hear very good things about that game. I, in a way. I finished Life is Strange 2. I enjoyed mm-hmm. Life is Strange 2. I did not think Life is Strange uh, 2 hit like Life is Strange 1 did. Okay. Like, I enjoyed my time with it, but I wasn't like... I would say super enamored with the characters, like uh, the brothers or whatever. I felt like there was a few, there was too many like coincidences and people who were introduced really quick, then go away. One of the things I loved about life is strange one, right. Was Arcadia Bay and getting to know like your stepdad who you hate, but learn to love throughout, right. Your mom, stuff like that. Like, especially the way they do with alternate realities and things there. Like they kept you in one place, which I think really helped. Whereas I think life is strange Two was so um, moved from a road trippy, right. I've moved from one place to the other, get these characters for, a fraction of an episode and then they kept changing things up in terms of the story it didn't work the same way for me personally and so it's you look back to this one even if you want to look to um i always struggle with the name tell me why right mm-hmm. yeah tell me why uh yeah. another game where they you know brought these kids back to home and then anchored them there i think that helped and granted that was don't nod this is a uh, deck nine this is a deck nine a game you know ryan clements worked on i'm excited to see what he has up his sleeve but even looking at it i feel like it looks so much better than life is strange those that have come before uh, i'm really excited for this one yeah i love that the art they've updated the art style quite a bit and then also i like i i still don't get the superpower that's like one of the things that i'm curious about she's an know, empath this- right isn't that her deal yeah, blessing. Like, is, it's, could, it's, it's 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 going to be persona, man. She's going to go into their emotional palaces and then make persona. them change, chains of uh, chains of hearts. You know. Yeah, it's just not as cool as rewinding time. That's where sure. I'm at. It's not as cool, but maybe they'll get. But I mean, it. again, look at it this way. Uh, Life is strange before the storm, right? Had no powers and it was a dope game. <laughs> so I don't think That's we have to worry point. about it too much. That's a very good point. <laughs> Chloe, Chloe had a power. Her power was that she could argue real well, wasn't it? <laughs> Her power was Ashley Birch's voice. Uh, that is September 10th, and also September 10th, Tales of Arise. Andy, is that a you game? Uh, the Tales series kind of uh, they've never quite had me. Uh, they never had my car, Tim. Yep, that's yep. all I'll say on that. That's all mm-hmm. I'll say on that. Mm-hmm. No, I mean it's got a dope art style, and it's got that fun sort of hack and slash uh, action adventure type stuff that I enjoy. So I, I don't know if this will be the one that I actually hop into i've played several tales games through at, at friends houses when we're just kind of hanging out you know, drinking beer eating whataburger that sort of hangout Whoa. vibe you know uh, all right not beer sorry soda sorry i just meant that's a good night that's a night i want to oh that's a great of. night it's a great night it's got a fantastic art style and it seems fun enough and i will probably check it out because i'm enjoying scarlet nexus and this seems sort of that same kind of uh actiony vibe uh, then isn't we can do kind of a turn base though no oh is it not okay i think i think you similar to final fantasy 15 and 7 remake 
you go into encounters, but you are real time fighting. Gotcha. Yeah, this isn't like I attack and you attack stuff like that. But you are kind of in an encounter space, and then you defeat the enemy and continue on. I'm pretty sure. I want to try sure it out, but I think this, it's going to be one that I'm probably going to wait till maybe early next year when there's a drought because I already I, looking at this game. I can I can already tell this shit is probably like forty hours long. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, moving on to the, the week of September 10th, we got a, a couple bangers coming out, or at least big properties. We got WarioWare Get It Together coming Ooh. to Switch on September 10th. I'm really excited about this one because WarioWare is one of the Nintendo IP that I don't really have an entry I identify with. Like, it's not one that I'm like, oh, this is my shit. I just kind of enjoyed them all in the little I played, but I never owned a single one of them. Wow. So I never really kind of played through the entire thing. So I'm excited. That for shocks me. Yeah. I'm shocked. Yeah. It's weird that there's a Nintendo though. series that I connect with that you don't. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm with yeah. Tim. I don't know shit Why? about WarioWare at all. I was just shocked that it, they actually made a new one. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's one of those. I and Tim, I, you know, talk to me uh, if I'm wrong. I think it's just one of those to appease that hardcore Nintendo fan base. That is that. That is WarioWare, right? Like for me, it was always uh, WarioWare touched on DS. Right, mm-hmm. that was the one that I came into, and then I remember the Wii one wasn't good, right? Or was no, it, was it did great. not live up to expectations. Smooth I can't moves. remember. Smooth moves. I yeah. love smooth moves. It, I, it I could be right. totally wrong. I remember the there one being one game, when I was still at IG, and that was a disappointment. I remember people didn't like as much. The Wii U one was the problem. That, I just, okay, maybe that's no, because I'm I, for me, it's not that I ever would say, "Oh man, I'm a WarioWare super fan." I enjoyed uh, Touch like I was talking about, and that was right when I had gotten my DS right before I had moved out of Missouri out here. And so, like, enjoyed that one, and then when I got here, there was a couple. It was like they were always around, and I wasn't the Nintendo guy or anything, but, like, I enjoyed what I played of them. So the fact that I feel like there hasn't been a one that I've played and really enjoyed in a while, and then the fact that it's on Switch, a console from Nintendo that I fucking adore, I'm excited for it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, this one is it actually does get my must play seal. I'm very excited for WarioWare. Uh, and yeah, like I, it's interesting. It's in, can they hear me talk when you do the graphic? <laughs> oh, I'm not playing the. Hear. I'm not. I'm not playing yeah. the audio anymore. I'm just. I'm oh, just okay, perfect. Image, yeah, perfect. Um, it's interesting to hear like the different jump in points because for me, my jump in point was the original Game Boy Advance game, and then uh, I returned with WarioWare Smooth Moves, which I, I didn't pay attention to review, so I have no idea how people how, like what the wider view of it was. But I really love that one. I know people. I know DIY was one that that came out that people weren't digging as well. I, I think, um, but there's just an energy to the games. So there's just there's a, there's a weirdness and there's just a pure funness to WarioWare that I absolutely adore, and I plan to get lost in this one for. A few days, at least. Uh, the next up, we got Deathloop, PS5, Woo! PC, September 14th. Can't wait. We've seen it so many times. I guess we're going to see it more <laughs> this week at the, the state of play. But Nine let's go. Yeah. What's left to say? Can't wait for this one. Can't wait to see Absolutely. how it uh, Just plays. Put it in my hands already, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I forget who. I forget if Greg was the one that mentioned this. That like We've seen this game so much, and I identify with that a lot. I don't want to see any more Deathloop. I'm not going to be mad about watching more Deathloop because the game looks really cool, but I've seen enough to where I'm sold on it, and yeah. you know, I just want to play the game at this point. Another one that gets my must-play seal. Uh, then we got Rainbow Six Extraction. I'm kind of interested in where you guys follow this one coming to all the main consoles September 16th. I'm excited for it. I think it looks like a much more polished version of what a lot of the other games are doing. Um, you know, when I say a lot of the other games, I'm talking about the second extinction or that alien fire team game. It seems like this has more polish. It's something that Yubi's been working on for quite a while. And um, it's, 
I loved their E3 presentation. They kind of made a statement of this game. Here's what this game is. It is a lot more stealth. It is the way you play Rainbow Six Extraction. It's the way, the way you play Rainbow Six Siege. You are not running and gunning. This isn't meant to be this loud, crazy adventure. Possibly it might get that way towards the end of certain levels, depending on how far you go or whatever. But I loved how strategic they made it in a way to kind of separate themselves from Back for Blood and all the other types of games in this genre. Um, I think it seems cool as hell having the different operators having different abilities and you know uh certain characters having certain strengths and certain weaknesses i think it looks dope as hell i can't wait to play it i think it looks really neat i'm right there with you i i can't wait to jump into this one it's it seems very siege spin-offy which is the thing i'm most excited about because like you said andy there's going to be the operators and then there's also going to be the the destructible environments that i love I, I, I kind of like the Left 4 Dead renaissance we're getting with all these different games. And it's going to be interesting to see which ones stay and which ones uh, don't make it. And I think with that, you're going to have different games have different takes. And so like Back 4 Blood has the card system, which we I, I think surprisingly liked when we played it out and seemed like a really uh, or when we played it back in December. And it seemed like a really cool thing. Um, and this has the siege elements that I really dig as somebody who really likes Rainbow Six Siege. And so I'm all about this. Oh, yeah, it doesn't yeah. do anything for me. I'm way more excited for Back for Blood the next month. Uh, but that's just because I want the more run gun bullshit with your friends while you play action movie stuff. I I want to try this one, but the strategic siege part of it just ain't or Rainbow Six thing. It just doesn't super appeal to me. Uh does Diablo 2 Resurrected on PC appeal to you, Greg? September 23rd. Yeah, no. Like I'd be I'm more interested in a Diablo 4. I love Diablo 3. Um I didn't play Diablo 2, I don't think. Maybe in college on somebody else's machine. Uh, so it's not like I'm joins in for it. And I feel like the quality of life improvements that have come with games, not only in Diablo 3, but then other uh, Diablo-like games, I feel like are going to make me play this for a little bit, maybe. And not even, it's PC, no offense, where I'm not even probably going to go through the rigmarole of coming over here to sit down and play it when I could be playing uh, the laundry list of other things we're talking about right now. Uh, then we got we got a couple games I'll throw out there. We got Dragon Ball Z Kakarot coming to Switch. Lost Judgment coming out. Ghost Lost Runner Judgment. I'm interested in kicking time. the tires on. I loved. I shouldn't even say that. I really enjoyed Judgment One. I still haven't beat Judgment One. It's the idea of that it is Yagami story and it's a great detective thing, but it is so yakuza e and it was formulaic in terms of what it was doing it for its own game of Judgment, where I felt like I was doing the same thing over and over again of get the mission. All right, run over there, beat the shit out of this guy, run back. Tick, 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 what are those sound then, effects? Like, what are those? Slowly keep going. Huh? What are those? Uh... That's the caption box popping up and the text. Got slowly it. Got it. Got it. I thought you were like a type, like doing a typewriter. That's what like, it sounds like. It sounds like a typewriter. Marking down the task or something. Okay. No, no, no. It's one I, Lost Judgment is one I for sure want to try out. I missed out on Judgment, but I really like the the idea of the game and it being this different kind of Yakuza game. And so yeah. I'm going to try it out at the very least. Uh, moving on after that, we got the Tim Gettys potential game of the year. Hot Wheels Unleashed. Barrett shows some footage of this. September 30th, baby. I hope this is good. It looks like it's going to be fun. And I can't talk about it enough. They keep The more they show of this, the more I'm just like, it keeps looking better and better and better. It's still at the point that it looks good, but like we're getting close, guys. And I feel like two trailers from now, <laughs> it's going to be solid. But I love these type of games. And I love that it's been so long since we've just had you know, this kind of fast-paced boost tracks on the field type cart racer, even though it's not a cart racer. So 
very stoked for you this. You plan to make your own tracks? No, I've never been a, a DIY type of gamer. You know what I mean? I like playing other people's stuff, but I can't wait to beat the shit out of you in this blast. Oh Let's man, go. I can't wait to play. Oh, you guys, both of you guys are talking big. Y'all cute. Y'all cute. This happened. Are you hopping into this? Oh, 100%. And I'm going to kick Let's y'all's fucking butts. Go. <laughs> Damn. Uh, then moving on to October. Can I toss Super one out here? Yeah, please. I know do. you're trying to move. I'm sorry. I apologize. Uh, for, for September right now in the App Store, it's listed as September. I want to toss out Marvel Future Revolution. This is one we haven't talked about. I haven't talked about, I think, in any shows, just on Twitter. Uh, when we did PS I Love You the other day, we were talking about uh, spinoffs and what we want to see from them. We were talking about Ghost before we knew lots of stuff about it. And one of the things we were talking about was how you do a multiplayer Spider-Man game. And I had said on the show, well, you know, I'd, I'd love to have like a giant open world, either MMO or four-player co-op thing where we all have our own world Spider-Man, where you make your own Spidey in the front, you have your own skill tree, you go and investigate, and then, you know, you see how your spider is different from Blessing's difference from uh, Andy's. A kid in the comments had said, hey, that's a great idea, Greg, but it sounds a lot like Marvel Future Revolution. Uh, And then I went and clicked on this trailer that I remember seeing during some presentation, whatever it was, I don't remember, and then went and learned more about it. And it's in a mobile game right now coming out. It will be playable on PC. I think somebody had said in my comments about it that they hinted at consoles. I'm not sure if that's correct or not. But the idea is that it is you go in and you start the game and you make your own character and you're like from Spider-Man, Captain America, uh, uh, Ms. Marvel, right? or captain marvel you're going through and selecting what their heads bodies and legs look like or whatever in terms of their costumes then you go off on your own open world rpg thing that then crosses over with other people and does become mmo like where you're running through and doing bigger boss fights together and doing missions together and all this stuff it's a mobile game so like it looks like a mobile game if you're watching right now you're obviously watching the cg trailer there was a soft beta launch or something like that where there was gameplay leaking of it and or not leaking gameplay posted from people who are playing it like australia or whatever and it looks to me enjoyable and interesting and i want to see more about it cool moving on to september we got super monkey ball banana mania on switch october 5th i fucking can't wait for this i know this one might be sound like i'm just being stupid like the hot wheels thing i'm not super monkey ball is a fantastic (laughs) franchise and this being a collection of all the best moments of the old games is just so so perfect like this was one of the in the same way with the psychonauts i think kind of like defined an era of xbox gaming and like it was one of the best 3d platformers of that time monkey ball was uh nintendo 64 ass gamecube game you know it, it was like it brought back all of that multiplayer it was so iconic just like this was the type of game you rent at blockbuster 10 times because your friends can't stop playing it and you're just playing for four hours one more match one more match like i think monkey ball really kind of stood up when mario party fell off and uh, that's a big thing that I'm excited for for people to play. And this is going to be a blast of a stream game. Uh, if the online works, that's a, another question. If it even has online, that's another question. But uh, I'm very excited for this. And keep your eyes on it because I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Then we got Far Cry 6, October 7th. Yes, please. Dude, October is pretty loaded, man. October yeah. Like, yeah. I'm really excited for Far Cry 6. I'm super stoked for Metroid Dread. Back for Blood yeah. four days after that. Guardians of the fucking Galaxy. Battlefield yeah. 2042. Holy shit, dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mario Party Superstars ending in October 29th. God yeah, dang. October oh, yeah. is stacked. Very exciting. And especially as, as me who I was more of the COD player. I never really did a whole lot of Battlefield. So I am more than excited to get into this franchise and... I know Bless hasn't really played much Battlefield either. So, like, to have that, 
to have somebody else who's as uh, inexperienced as I am sort of learning the ropes and figuring out uh, what how the gameplay is, you know, moment to moment and have Snowbike Mike kind of, you know, helping us through this weird ass journey and see if the game actually stacks up to what they've shown us. I think that's the more exciting part. Like, is it actually going to look and perform this way? Um, that's it. And, and again, and then after that, it's Guardians of the Galaxy. And holy shit, there's a lot of cool stuff coming out this month. Yeah, I mean, for me, it really starts with Metroid Dread. Like, I can't believe we're getting Metroid 5. This is insane. This is a story that I've been waiting to see for 15 years. And 2D Metroid, it's unmatched. I think that's kind of the biggest question is in a modern era when it is competing with Hollow Knight and things like that. Like, is it still going to be unmatched? Or are we going to see, like, the, the Metroidvania stylings? kind of like proved to be more important than the the, the pieces that, that make metroid its own thing but loving the look i got to see an extended uh gameplay demo of this after e3 like behind the scenes or whatever and uh it's really cool i love that this is a, a a sequel to fusion and fusion had a really cool element that was very uh resident evil 2 style where uh, you know, you have the dude kind of chasing you down, Nemesis in Resident Evil 3. They had that with the SAX, uh, which was just like a parasite version of Samus. And here, having this, I forget the name of it, but this robot kind of hunting you down in different um, uh, Isn't rooms it like that you M go or in. something like that, like EMM or something like that? Something like that. But uh, it looks really cool. And this is the type of stuff that I love most about Metroid is, you know, the 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 kind of scary factor that the game can have, like when it leaves you alone and it really is about atmosphere um and they seem to be nailing it with this one so far and the the graphics have that really cool cool look to them and i can't wait to play this on my oled nintendo switch see them colors pop how dope would it be if nintendo had any sort of semblance of intelligence when it comes to wanting to play old games and was like virtual console because like i'm like oh that you know what this is the the sequel to metroid fusion where would I go if I wanted to replay that game? And you wanted Metroid Fusion, Andy? The best way to play, if I remember correctly, would, Wii U Virtual would have been to have the, the Wii U or to have bought the 3DS and been one of the early adopters of the 3DS because there was 10 Game Boy Advance games they only released as a sorry for dropping the price really quickly on the 3DS that you couldn't have got on the system otherwise. So, yeah, like... <laughs> people are like how do i figure out what happened in metroid fusion just watch a youtube video don't even try to bother to play in the old one <laughs> maybe so ebay, ebay 3ds ebay ebay the game like it just seems like why is it so hard to play old games god damn yeah. yeah but this one looks great very excited for it uh we got back for blood then october 12th Woo! that's another one looks really exciting and i'm with greg i like the more action focus of it like rainbow six not a chance i try that black for blood definitely in um, a little to the left on PC, October 21st. Just oh. by title, that sounds like a Greg Miller game. Yeah. But <laughs> that's the that's the cleaning game, isn't it? Or the organizing game where you like frame pictures and shit. I don't know. Really cool. Oh, it is. Yeah. I Cozy think it was the it was that E3. Yeah. This one actually looks pretty fun. But this is not the one where you are unpacking your house. No, this was, no. this was at like that's the wholesome unpacking. direct or something like that. Yeah. Oh no, this is so like so the unpacking the game. Game. I couldn't do this would drive me oh. crazy. This is oh, one yeah. I try out. So it's a puzzle game. There we go. Uh, but then, yeah, Battlefield. I'm with Andy. It looks just bonkers. Can't wait to. That's this is the type of showpiece game that you got to at least try. And I think that's the bigger problem. It being a seventy dollar title, we'll see how many people yep. are in there and if there's a player base to back it up. But 
um well they did mention that they will be populating servers with bots Mm -hmm. if there aren't enough players so great news for everybody right (laughs) uh then we got guardians which i'm super excited about i i can't wait that loved the gameplay demo they showed at e3 and yeah that's just kind of what i want from these type of games so hope it's good i'm surprised by how much i'm looking forward to guardians of the galaxy because you had told me before that square enix is publishing another you know squad marvel game and it's going to be from Chris, uh, not Chris, uh, from Idolos Montreal. Montreal. You know, I'd be like, all right, you know, I've played Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> I know what we just got. But the fact that I'm here now and I'm like, shit, I really want to play this game. This is probably one of the games I'm looking forward to the most from uh, October. You know, like I'm I'm shocked about it, but I'm looking forward to it. Like the, the combat looks fun. The writing seems really fun. The um, like weird make a choice stuff and dialogue stuff seems cool. Like it seems like a different type of Actually single player action yeah, game. Lead a team. Yeah. Yeah. Very excited for this one. Then uh, Mario Party Superstars. Not much to say about that, but uh, God, I hope this is it. Wait. And it looks like it's going to be the gold standard for Mario Party. Just take all the best bits, put them in one thing. Let's hope online works great. And boom, we have a winner. I can't, I can't very cool. Wait. Uh, November, Just Dance 2022 is coming. And then Forza Horizon 5, November Woo! 9th. Can't wait. It looks beautiful, man. Oh my god. This one's getting the blessing. Must play seal. Holy shit. It's the graphic. (laughs) Jason Schreier, this is one for you to write about. Yeah, no, I'm I I Forza Horizon. Since I started playing, which was like I guess with three, both three and Mm. four blew me away. And these games have a way of addicting me uh, getting me addicted to them. Like I, I think what they do for me is they they help uh fill in that void that um uh that void of burnout that i've not been able to (laughs) fill since burnout paradise like where's horizon usually comes through and and gives me that arcade racing feel that has the feel-good vibes has the cool um uh liveries that you put on i don't know how to pronounce them but like the cool skins you can put in your cars uh and just like really good gameplay really good gameplay in a really good open world like they know how to make a game and i am very much looking forward to forza horizon 5 everything feels so like there's just such high levels of satisfaction you get out of playing these games yeah everything feels rewarding and you do crazy combos for going super fast off this certain cliff and oh shit i didn't even know that was a little achievement but there we go i because i did something dope i guess yeah this is going to be really exciting i can't wait to get on this and i i think this will be one that i actually play on the series x where i play most stuff on pc but i think this one It'll just be easier for me to play on TV as well because I'm not always going to want to play this on my computer. Just kick back in the old in the old chair, kick my legs yeah, up, Greg. Have a little yeah. chicken wings with me. Pour a Mountain Dew. Get in there. Oh, yeah. Usually Race when I play, bit, usually when I play games, I either play them on my monitor at my desk or sometimes I'll play them on the TV back here. The, this is one that I'm going to go into the living room and play on the actual big screen and kick Michael out and be like, "Yo, this is my time now." It's my <laughs> time. I'm, I'm, I'm using. Play on the TV seal of approval. That's the yeah. first one today. Uh, That's a different, a different one. We should play it on the TV. And <laughs> <laughs> then more for Bless. We got Grand Theft Auto Five coming to PS5, Xbox Series X, November eleventh. Oh, yeah. yeah, can't wait for that you one. You wanted, asked for years for this, so you're welcome, Bless. I love Let's Janet giving you shit for this. <laughs> but like it's this, it's the exact same thing as Greg playing Avengers, except GTA is actually a very good game, a game that got many ten out of tens. Blessing, at least Avengers many came out, out last year, yeah. and not <laughs> eight the years difference. ago. Blessing, <laughs> do you know how many people still okay. play GTA Online? There's tons of us. 
You know what game came <laughs> out even longer ago? Pokemon Diamond and Pearl. But they're remade now in brilliant and shining form uh, coming November 19th. I like Gen 4 is great. It's fantastic series of Pokemon games. I really don't like the look of these games. And it gives me the vibes of that Nintendo Pokemon Company style that I'm like, okay, y'all ain't really trying that hard on this. This is definitely more of a y'all just need a <laughs> need an iteration to come out at this time. But definitely more excited for Arceus Legends or whatever it's called coming supposedly early next year. Yep. But yeah, definitely going to play through this. Oh, I'm going to play the shit out of this. I think it's adorable looking. I love the art style. Yeah, thank you, Andy. Thank you, Andy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like there, the art there, style. There, there are, are dozens of this. <laughs> and you know what? I will say that I think the devs did try hard on it. Eat that, Tim. Damn. Yeah. I mean, when you play Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening and then you play, like, look at this, I, I find it hard to agree with what you're saying, but well, that's just me. They're, they're angling for different things. It's uh, not everything's got to look the same, you know? Like, I just because. Zelda's like got looks tilt more shift than and shiny water. I, you know, it's a different, it's a different thing they're aiming for, and I think it's yeah. cute and stupid looking. I'm happy you do. I think <laughs> it looks dumb and not good at all. Uh, but then we got December Advanced Wars One and whoa, Two whoa, Reboot whoa, whoa, Camp. Whoa, 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 Timmy! What do you got? What do you got? Shin Megami Tensei Five is actually coming out this year, and I'm just wondering of like where people are at with this one. Because this is the closest experience of Persona 5 on Switch you're ever going to fucking get. So, blessing. Andy, Damn. y'all into this? What's going on? Well, Andy, definitely not. No, fuck not, no. Not, not for you. Blessing, are you going to check this out at all? I want to try it out. I, I've never been a Shin Megami Tensei person, but I I, I like the um, I like it in proximity to Persona. And so, watching the trailer, you see all the creatures, and you see the battle system, and you see the attacks, and it's like, oh, yeah, this is... Like, Persona got all its elements from this, and so... Yeah. Naturally, if I like the combat in Persona and the world of Persona, hopefully there's so- going to be something here for me too. So I want to try it out yeah. specifically for that. Yeah, um, I'm, we'll I'm interested because I know like Persona is like the uh, the spinoff of uh, SMT, and I know SMT mm. is like way more hardcore. And like I, I've seen people talk about uh, the HD re-release of uh, SMT three on the Switch and like how hard it is and stuff like that. Um, and so like I'm interested to check it out and like. If there's like an updated battle system that like will actually pull me in, like and have that level of difficulty that SMT is known for having, but maybe being a little like even just looking at this, like yeah, look, I, look I, I don't know, I, I don't cool. know if the, it looks cool, but like there's there's just something about like the the menu and like the way that the menus like pop up and stuff like that that doesn't seem appealing and reminds me a little bit too much of Persona Four Golden uh, and playing that and feeling like oh this feels like a very old. Um, kind of mm. menu system that I'm scrolling through and stuff like that. Like it doesn't feel kind of. It doesn't. Ha- it doesn't have shit. the style of Persona Five. Where Persona it, Five, not, every single menu. Sty- I don't. I, it's hard to under, like really explain, especially because turn-based stuff isn't my forte. But there's just something, mm-hmm. even just with like the different layout and stuff, and like how quick Persona Five feels. That appeals. This to me definitely and, yeah. seems like something you play handheld because it is not going to scale well on a TV. Oh no! Uh, just not. like zoomed in right now, looking at the way, like looking at the way a lot of the characters and creatures are shaded and textured, it reminds me a lot of when we saw the HD remake for Resident Evil Four, and mm. it it looks old, but it's just crisper and the textures don't look hella blurry. But it still just looks like an, an older type game. Mm-hmm. Art style is great though. It's got a really good art style, but um it just I don't know, it just it looks like an HD remake of an older game. Yeah. When you're in battle. 
Uh, then closing this out here, we don't have too much left. We got the December games, Advanced Wars 1 and 2, Reboot Camp, December 3rd on Switch. Hell yeah. Fantastic. Super high quality games that I'm excited more people are going to get to play for the first time or for the second or third. Um, then we have Dying Light to Stay Human on December 7th. You think maybe that that time is going to be good for that game because like December is kind of a weird one, or is it kind of just then going to get lost because there's been so much right around it? It's so hard to say with that one. You know what I mean? Dying Light at one point meant something, and I feel like we've heard so much about Dying Light too for so many years. You talk you talk about earlier. We're talking about Death Loop, right? And we've seen enough of Death Loop. Like I feel like I've seen enough of Dying Light too for an intense different reason. I was like sick of hearing about this game. Like, just shut up and put it out and let's see what it is when it gets here kind of thing. It could, yeah, it could be good if it's missed the holiday rush of the, the you know, uh, uh, fall and Black Friday lead up. Uh, I could get there and do something for a lot of people, but I don't know. Like, it's still a, it's a tough one. Uh, you know, D- Dying Light was that first one we always pointed back to that, hey, this one came out and, you know, whatever, it was January, February, the beginning of the year, and found that, hey, nothing was here, and it made a bigger splash because of it. So now gambling and going in December, you do lose the podcast talk. You do lose the IGN talk. You do, you, you do lose people being anchored to their computers and stuff. But it could work out if the reviews aren't great and people are not into it, but they know it was coming out and they want to play a zombie game. Yeah. Well, there you go. That is every game with a release date in 2021. There was a bunch of games we didn't talk about, like Halo Infinite. But guess what? Doesn't have a release date. So, to the rescue. Yeah, we'll have to see how that all goes. Thank you all for joining me for this episode. We're about to do the Patreon post show for people on patreon.com slash kind of funny games. We appreciate you all very much. Until next time, I love you all. Goodbye. <laughs>